Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Okay, let's do this. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We got Andy. Hey, now. And we got first time on the show, Jerry Cleburne. How y'all doing? Jericho Byrne. Jericho Byrne in the house. In the house. Yeah. The one and only. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is episode 197, Listener Series, volume 18, with Jericho Byrne. Oh, Jerry Cleaver. <laughs> you're good. All right. You're getting How's closer, dude. Been? You're getting closer uh, on how to pronounce it. Yeah, almost there. Uh, how's everyone's week been? Who wants to go first? Uh, I, w- I don't want Andy to go first because I, I got to sit down and listen to this. I got a lot of questions. So I can go first unless you want to go first, Steve. Yeah, I could go first. I'm pretty. It's pretty light for me. So I did nothing at all. No flying, no buying, no f- wrenching. Uh, it was a wife's birthday weekend, and that's pretty much all I did. And then, then come Monday, I flew out to L.A., so I'm, I'm doing this conference from the hotel room in L.A. Uh, so what about you, Kevin? I did some flying on Saturday. I was on call. Nice. Uh, I was kind of bummed that I couldn't make Devin's birthday party. Devin McClellan <laughs> turned 18. And yeah. So happy birthday. Yep. Yeah, happy birthday, Devin. Yeah, man. And I had some. Yeah. So what what were you saying? Now he's he's what were they saying about eighteen? The cops are you're legally able to be put in jail or something? You can vote, join the army, go to jail. Yeah. Can't drink. Can't you still drink. can't drink though. Yeah. Oh, and unless you go to Canada. Yeah. Dude, I had a good time flying on Saturday though. I, I uh, brought a couple of helicopters out. Kind of made a day of it. I wasn't sure, you know, being on call, you never know whether they're going to call you first thing or, you know, at all. And I didn't get any calls. So it was, it worked out to be pretty good. Uh, flying with Mike D, man. He's always a lot of fun, dude, to fly with and, uh, saw Rich down there. They're having a, not this weekend coming up because this weekend coming up is our annual, like end of summer club party and they're throwing a Halloween like party all together and it's just going to be one giant big bash uh that'll be a lot of fun but next weekend the moto gp um quad racing guys are having is it what is it multi multi not moto right moto is a different one motos motorcycles (laughs) yeah um they're having their event at the field like all weekend and they're going to have, you know, the cameras there to hold nine yards. They're going to be racing around that whole place all weekend. Yeah, they're doing a fun fly, basically, right? And a race. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I wonder if it's going to be on TV or anything like that, because he said the camera crew is going to be there. They're giving away, well, not giving away, but the grand prize is like 50 grand. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll have uh, some type of news coverage on it. You know, that's a lot of money, and, you know, like the whole, like, you know, quad racing is kind of, this is settling down a little, but it's still, I guess, the latest in RC news kind of deal for us. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be on ESPN Ocho. Yeah. The Ocho. I told Rich I would gladly hold the 45K grand prize if he wanted me to. <laughs> I love how it's 45. If, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there's a handler's fee, right? There's a, there's a handling <laughs> fee, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a good weekend. Um, and I worked on my Halloween costume for the Halloween Fun Fly, which is mainly 3D printed and uh, a few extras. So that's that that came out that dude that came out a lot better than I thought it was. It's it's a pretty large thing that I printed and it's in eight pieces and I CA it together. First time like CA in this kind of th- thing together and came out really really good. I was I was shocked, man. Uh and I painted it up and it looks pretty damn awesome. I can't wait to uh show up. So any clue? Are you going to give us any clue what it is or It's from a movie. It's probably the only clue I'm going to give you. Oh, I know what it is. Is it is it a movie that you watch like almost religiously on every Friday or Saturday well, night? No, dude, I didn't print an Iron Man costume out. No, I don't. Ha- I don't have <laughs> oh, an entire shit. year. That's what I was gonna get. Oh, man, that's what I thought too. That <laughs> would be really cool. Oh, so he's, he's printing out the uh, that strap thing that the other guy has the with the whips and the electricity. Oh, that'd be oh, cool too. Print that oh, out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. I have to see this weekend, see pictures. Um, and I gotta say, dude, I had a chance to listen to a bunch of podcasts, and you know, I hate to say this about the Hellyhead show, but they really are bad. They're terrible, dude. They got me so involved with the last episode they did, or the one, the last one I heard about charging, and they were talking about a bunch of different things. But I was like, man, I gotta get that small case together with the small power supplies i have and i'm i'm as i'm driving down the turnpike i'm like on amazon looking at how much does a you know a 20 amp charger cost or maybe i can get it used like 30 why don't just get a why don't just get that little like q6 isdt ISDT, yeah looking at that too yeah that's like under 70 bucks i think it's like 60 bucks or 80 bucks i don't know what it is but it's super cheap yeah yeah dude Ugh. But I gotta say, dude, no, they're, on all seriousness, they're, everybody's doing a great job with the podcast, man. I had a chance to catch up on everything and, uh, really good, good shows, man, out there. It's, it's really crazy because I'm thinking, you know, I used to listen to flight test all the time and a couple of other ones, all things that fly and, you know, different, um, airplane podcasts. And there was maybe, you know, there's RCHN. And until I found them, I yeah. really had nothing. And now there's all these, helicopter podcasts and i don't know where the airplane podcasts are except for you know our buddies there at the rc roundtable yeah i mean there's there's still a couple out there but yeah nothing like it used to be it literally was like a dozen of them not not to say them or i but uh, you know a dozen airplane ones and then like one helicopter one and now i feel like the tables have turned yeah. a little or maybe even now more like six helicopter ones and five airplane one you know yeah i I don't know what's going on with the flight test show i mean i know that they're still doing videos but podcast wise it's it's gonna be it's at least half a year since they've done anything and you know the community cast kind of stopped doing their thing so there's a niche out there for uh anybody wants to start doing a podcast about airplanes i'm sure they could do something well i know i know a podcast that does some stuff about airplanes well i know uh andre's doing still doing the uh (laughs) After hours too. Yeah, but another one that's been out for about 190 episodes. What us? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know, but <laughs> we talk about airplanes every couple dozen episodes. Every yeah, yeah couple dozen episodes, and usually during news and announcement because <laughs> somebody's got a hard on for uh, what's that company? Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, not Horizon. No, no, not Horizon. Uh, well, that's you. That's Flex you, Innovation. You, you, you're, 
Flex yeah, innovation. That's it. <laughs> gotta find something to talk about. Yeah. Oh, well, for sure. <laughs> no, but they did a good show. And dude, before I wrap up, man, also one other thing I wanted to mention was, you know, I, I did my little recap of the Mo Down, and I forgot to mention a few people. I just wanted to mention them real quick. I talked to Ed Johnson for a while while I was in Virginia. It was great to catch up with him. There was a guy, mm-hmm. Craig Lewis, I think his name was, and I was admiring his camper that he had. It was, wasn't as large and extravagant as some of these campers. Um, it was a single axle, like it looked small on the outside, but then when you went in, inside it, it was actually pretty large inside, man. Really nice, uh, guy gave me a whole tour of his camper. And I did get a chance to chat real quick with Scott Graham about his vehicle that he has, um, his four wheel oh, drive. Just- yeah, his forerunner is freaking dope. Yeah, yeah, we were chatting a little bit about off-roading and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, that's all, man. That's all I, I was doing and up to, and that rattled through my head during the week. So, I don't know, Andy, what? I want to hear about the extravaganza, dude. So, I just kind of shut down Harvest on Saturday and said, I got to get to hell extravaganza, even if it's just going to be a short trip, a one-day thing, which is fine. Uh, I headed out about seven o'clock. I was there by 10. So it's really not, not a bad drive. Got registered and went and talked to random Ray, Ray Lepper, the guy that does the, uh, random heli skid clamps. Okay. Yeah. He's the one that kind of was putting on this sliding auto contest. He had made up a bunch of the skis aluminum skis and then he uses his skid clamps and so you can mount them to your skids awesome yeah they work really sweet oh so then can we talk about the the sliding auto contest then oh yeah that's what i'm that's that's where i'm headed cool he also had some floats made up for nice uh, on the pond yeah he took some foam and like carved out just big pontoons and then he used his track system to connect those two together with the skid clamps so basically the way it was configured you could fit pretty much any helicopter because you could change out the skid clamps for whatever size heli you had and then the width was adjustable for your whatever size skids you had so that was that was really cool i didn't wasn't there long enough to get a chance to fool around with them but they looked really awesome. Uh, he said the day before they were doing autos onto the pond. That was that was pretty badass. Cool. Nice. And, and just putting a heli out there and taxiing around was pretty funny. You know, just give it a little bit of forward cyclic and then steer with the rudder. Okay. Yeah. So it, it was cool. He's got he's got all kinds of neat stuff going on. So they must be nice. pretty large for you to land a, a heli on a pond like that, then, huh? Yeah, yeah, they were big. I think. Ah, uh, shit! What did he say? He had two sizes, kind of a smaller one and a bigger one. And I think his big one said it would float. Oh, uh, twenty pounds or something like that. Oh wow, sixteen pounds. Wow. I mean, plenty enough for a, a good size 700 to yeah, set I mean, on. Shoot, I think my gasser would, <laughs> it's under that weight. Yeah, well, that's that was the point. He tried to make the big set that they would float a gasser. So they're nice. big and wide. And, uh, he said the first, 
took a minute to kind of get used to it because I mean, obviously the floats are heavy. So mm-hmm. you got added weight. So the first time the guy came down, his buddy, uh, Steve, I guess it was Steve O'Connor from Colorado. He hit the water, just huge splash, you know, water everywhere. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then, but then after he kind of got used to it, he's coming down and just like kind of sliding onto the water, you know, maybe just like barely moving and just very smooth, nice autos. Nice. So. Yeah, I, I would like to play with that, but I really didn't get a chance. But on to the skis. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, so I got set up. I got my skis, put them on the whiplash, and then I run up to the – they were doing this contest, if you've ever been to Triple Tree, where they normally do the electric line for Joe Nall. It's a whole separate runway from where they were doing the Hell Extravaganza. It's at what's called the 3D line at the very lower end of the property and was doing the sliding auto contest about three or 400 yards away at a a, kind of a different location. So I run over there to get some practice runs in and was doing pretty good. I was doing 200 something plus feet once I kind of got the hang of it. Damn. Yeah. So kind of takes a minute to get used to set, down like on the line or right before the line right but i had done a little bit of practice here at the house uh i had done 108 feet here at the house with just the skids without any skis or anything so i thought yeah i should be able to do really good with skis and on that really smooth short grass yeah and i was i was getting 200 you know 180 200 210 something like that wait, wait, I wasn't, wait, wait. let's yeah. just go back real quick so i i guess what 80 and what did you guess kevin 50 50 okay so we were nowhere near that <laughs> like even by off. 80 with you know, maybe times two and a half i guess or two yeah. would come close but yeah no no okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i wasn't really pushing it because i didn't want to you know, I didn't want to tip my hand really. Right. So I was kind of being reserved. I was like, Oh, I got this. No problem. This gasser will slide all day long. So, uh, and some, I got to meet, uh, some other guys, Cliff Lewis. He was there practicing. I think Kevin, you said you met up with him at, uh, uh, the Modown. Yeah. I thought his name was Craig, but I might've been wrong. No, this was, uh, Oh yeah, okay. Never mind. Yeah, you met Craig. I was thinking you met up with Cliff too. But anyway, he's one of the listeners, and I hadn't got to meet him yet, so that was cool. Kevin uh, McGrady from the RC Helihead oh, yeah. show. Mm-hmm. He was our practicing. Uh, John Maynard. I know you guys know him. So we were all just out there having fun, sliding them in, trying to sort of get in the hang of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, so I was like, yeah, this is no problem. I got this. I should get 250 feet. No problem. (laughs) Oh, geez. (laughs) Well, so the contest rolls around and I end up being like very last just kind of because I got there late and I was one of the last ones to sign up and we just kind of did it in order of people that registered, which is good. I would rather be last. Can I kind of see what, what's what, right? 
But here, here's the thing. There was no penalty for bouncing or coming back up off the ground as long as you hit the ground before the start line, right? So does that make sense? So there, there's a line, like a foul line, mm-hmm. and as long as you hit above it and in the area, you're not too like too far out or too far in. As long as you're on the runway and you start your slide before the, the foul line, then there was no real penalty for coming back off the ground, like if you bounced or something, right? Okay. So what happened is guys that know what they're doing were rising back up and then just floating the whole way down, right? Oh, that sounds like cheating. Yeah, I was going to well, call BS on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so, but, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> So, uh, not, uh, a couple of guys <laughs> did really good. Mm-hmm. Really the best one was Mark. Uh, and I cannot remember how to pronounce his name, but Mark, uh, Faf, Plaf, he does the dragonfly event here in North Carolina. Super nice guy. Uh, he has a, uh, a logo 600 basically set up for autos. So he does really, really badass autos with this thing. And he got his longest run, I think was 280 feet, 282 or three feet. Jeez. And then he had like a 260 wow. and a two something. So I was like, well, I, damn, that I got to beat that, right? So first run, I go up, do kind of a, a loop. So the nose is headed in the direction I want to go. And then I go up, you know, with back elevator and pull it into kind of like a figure nine, I guess. So by the time I'm at ground level, three or four feet above the ground, like I'm hauling ass, right? Like boogieing. I sat down just perfectly, just, oh, my three or four feet in front of the line, very lightly, just skidded it. But then here's my critical error, this whole thing. Instead of just letting it slide like I had been doing, I thought, well, I'll float it like everyone else. So I was floating it, and I'm all the way at the very end of the course, and I I got a little higher than I expected. So I'm probably three feet off the ground. I should have been setting it down, but I was just kind of floating along about three feet off the ground. And you know how I keep talking about retreating blade stall? Oh, no. <laughs> As my head speed got low, the heli starts to, to tip back, right? And I see it happening, and I'm watching it, but I'm over 200 feet away. So it's kind of like slow motion. It tips back just a little bit. So I'm trying to kind of set it down, but then the, the tail catches, and then the skids hit, and it kind of just flops over and rolls. Oh man. I measured 238 feet. Now I think if I had just let it slide, I probably would actually went further. Just let it slide, kept it very light on the skis. So I think that that's definitely an error of strategy on my part. So when I flipped over, I lost a link. 
the one of the pitch links one popped off the other one popped off and i couldn't actually find it so i was like well i don't know what else is wrong with it so i i got one run in and that was that oh geez dude i did not win i completely failed if i had just did what i had been doing and put in three consistent 230 or 40 or 50 feet runs i probably could have won because mark had one that was really good but then he scratched on one and then the other one was not as great so if i had consistently got three good ones i probably could have beat him but i thought i i might do a little better by floating but you know the weight of the gasser it didn't float as good as it would actually slide yeah true but but dude had an absolute blast doing this i later found the link so i i don't really think there's any damage to it that i could find i'm got to check it out the link i probably could have flown it after that but the links were kind of loose where they had you know twisted off so i was like man maybe i'll just replace them it's got quite a few flights on those they're the originals so i'm going to replace those it's not a big deal definitely could have broke more stuff i don't think i really don't think anything was hurt it just kind of flopped down and did one roll on the ground one tumble i guess yeah you're lucky you didn't break the blades or something yeah blades are fine i mean boom's fine gears torque tube gears are fine so no no real harm but an absolute blast to do this thing so much fun nice yeah it it was a hoot i gotta say i kind of missed most of the normal fun fly because i was only there one day because as soon as the contest was over i was there at that site just hanging out with robert monty and rich sowers from Telerotor. we did some flights and did some more autos and just goofing around because i mad it's like having a big giant runway all to yourself because everybody else went back down to the 3d line so there was like three of us there just taking turns flying and just having having fun the huge ass field super nice grass doing sliding autos and goofing around so when i finally got back down to the main flight line uh, it's probably five o'clock a lot of people were packing up and a lot of people had already left wow really yeah i, I don't know why they said there was supposed to be rain coming in early Sunday morning. I guess people decided just to get on out of there. So, I, I, like I said, I, I met Kevin from the Helihead show, and I know Daniel, the other guy, was there, but I somehow missed him to get to say hi. But I talked with Kevin a while. Super nice guy. We were uh, – we had – good conversation while we we're up there practicing our sliding autos so that was cool i did a, like i said i did a few 3d flights and some more autos hanging out with rich and monty and then uh later that evening kind of the, the normal crowd uh dan Murnane, tom shin all those nice. guys dre treadway we're all just hanging around they were doing some night flying and this and that and then I, about 10 o'clock, I headed home. So it was a quick trip, short trip, 
but I had an absolute blast. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, that facility is so fantastic. Triple tree. If anybody ever has an opportunity to go to this hell extravaganza, by all means, please do it. It's, it's a gorgeous facility. They got huge bathhouses with showers, a men and a women's facility, this big giant gazebo area where you can pit. There's power everywhere. You don't even need a generator. Jeez. Tons of places to camp. You can set up your campers or tents and stuff under trees. It's kind of a, a wooded area, but the trees aren't very dense and everything's like mowed and stuff under them. So it's a really perfect place to set up a camp because you get the shade of the trees, but without being like in a forest or something. That makes sense. Just a, a fantastic place. Everyone should really, really check it out. Really great event, too. I think when I registered, I was 108. So we had over 108 pilots, which I was really great to great to see. They, I think, um, up quite a bit from last year. So it seems to be the trend of all the fun flies I've been to this year have increased in numbers this year from the last, previous couple of years. So I feel like it's a good thing. seems like maybe stuff's picking up. More people are showing up to the events. Nice. Oh, yeah, I don't know what more to say. It's just a blast. You got to, you got to get out to some of these fun flies if you've never been. Dude, I would love to make it down there to Triple Tree. Yeah, yeah. You guys will have to have to make that trip someday. Yeah, it's, it's a really nice. Yeah, place. me too. So now, how far are you from that field? Like two hours? Yeah, three hours. Oh, about three. Okay. So it's not bad. Yeah, not too bad. No, not bad at all. But had you know, fun weekend. I come back. I actually stayed in North Carolina at my parents' house late Saturday night, and I went and had breakfast with my kids Sunday morning. That's where they live, and then had to get back here Sunday afternoon, jump back in the combine, get back to work before I got too much trouble. Yeah, before (laughs) Dad knew you were gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it was fun. Absolutely. Awesome, man. Yeah, it sounds like a blast. Cool. Yeah, it's good. Except for my one critical error. Yeah. Uh, Not that Yeah, I didn't really hurt anything too bad, so I'm all right with it. It was fun. Awesome. All right. So let's check up let's uh catch up with Jerry. What was your weekend or past couple weekends you could say? So, a couple weekends ago, I went flying, and uh, I get to the field, field I've been going to for a long time. So, we used to fly at an outlaw field, and now I fly at a sanctioned field. Years ago, we flew at the outlaw field. But I get there, and they're telling me that they're going to move the helicopters to where the uh, control lines are. Okay. Over my dead body. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, we had a boat and everything went well because I put my face in the middle of everybody and said, no, we're not moving. You guys, this is helicopters. And if I have to drag people up here by the skin of their nap of their neck or whatever, I'm going to do it because there's a lot of people who fly. But our field was under construction for 
the last three years. It kind of drove everybody away. And I've put the word out and people are starting to come back. So, yeah, I um, I had three weekends of solid flying. I flew. So my 700 went down a while back. I was doing tumbles right off the deck. Wrong helicopter to be doing it with. I usually do it with my Oxy-3 because I can drive it in the ground. I don't worry about it. I pick it up, dust it off, throw some parts in it, and I'm good to go. My, whatever you want to call it, for lack of a better word, dumbass, decides I'm going to do that with my 700, my Forza 700 of all birds. Oh, jeez. Oh, man, it went in, and it went in hard. And it broke the blades, and they were... So I bought three sets, three sets of these blades. And I'm just going to quit buying them. I buy the um, the Matt and Amy Bodos. I can't think of the name. Rails. rails. Yes, the rails. Sorry. I had a brain fart. It's, it's old timers, so you got to forgive me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I love the rail blades, especially with that helicopter and how rigid it is and how well put together it is. It just flies like no other machine I've ever flown. So I decide I'm going to do... I'm going to tumble right off the deck and yeah, <laughs> right into the ground. <laughs> it was colossal. I, I forgot to go up when I should have went down or I should have went up when I went down. I don't know, but yeah. Yep. 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 So it's in it. I'm mad at it right now. So I just look at it from time to time and say, yeah, I'll get to you whenever I feel like it because you've been bad. <laughs> I have other helicopters to fly. <laughs> Why are you giving the heli the stink eye when it's your fault? I totally do not understand this conversation that's going on right now. It was not my fault. It was clearly the helicopter who decided that it wanted to suck the ground. Not me. Okay? okay. Although it's its enemy. I'm just saying. It was not me. Um, no. So I've got a, a T-Rex 600 and I've uh, been practicing autos with it. Uh, it's electric. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Flying, trying to keep our field field alive. Yeah, nice. ready to come nice. back. So cool. All right. So let's go into our main topic here where we are gonna go uh let's ask some questions to Jerry and get to know him better, huh? Yes. All right, so first question, what's your name? We know that. I wanna delete that. Well wait a uh, minute. Is it Jerry Claiborne or is it Jerry? Jerry Claiborne, Claiborne or Claiborne, Jericho Burn, or is it Jericho Burn? It's it it is um, famously known as Jerry Colburn, but pronounced properly, it would be pronounced Jerry Cleburne, as if it Jerry the Cle- e was um, long. So okay, and while we're on the subject of names, why did you change your Podbean name? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did I put you on the spot there? It's something I was, it was eating me up. I had to ask you that. I was like, I, I wish ask you'd asked me question. that in Messenger. No, oh, I don't know. Any questions <laughs> from Kevin Tesh. Oh, you're good, dude. I put you, you on the spot? Eh, <laughs> yeah, you know. Nah, never. Of course. Okay. I just, um, I don't know. I just got a wild hair up my, you know what, and decided to, um, to change it. Okay. Well, that's cool. Well, I felt like too many people my family would know. And I, there was some things going on. So oh, okay. I changed it. I hear you. It's called an X psycho. Yeah. Anyway, I think we've all had one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No. Really? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just me. No. No way. Uh, so the next question we got here is where are you from? Um, can you answer that one? Yeah, I can answer. I just had a smart ass. I was going to say planet Earth. But, um, so I'm from Texas, uh, Houston, spring to be more, to be more exact. And I haven't been here my whole life. I got here in 79. My parents are from here, but I came from Phoenix. And, uh, oh, wow. Seems like there's a pretty big heli crowd in Houston. There, there is, but it's, it's hit and miss. Okay. I go to some of the big fields so that in in the western part of town it's it's pretty big. You have to fight with the planes though. Okay. Um where I'm at like I said we had the whole construction thing going on. We had a lot of really good pilots. Some of them have have uh have flown with like Curtis Youngblood and mm-hmm. like he's been to our field several nice. times and yeah. has shown off. I mean not shown off, but displayed his talent. And really makes you want to be a better pilot when you watch him. But um, some of the guys that we fly with, they're phenomenal. There's a guy that flies, and all he does are these huge loops while he's pirouetting the entire yeah. time. And right. he does figure eights pirouetting. Jeez. And he's like 65. Okay? But the guy is brilliant. He writes code. He just, I mean, he's always on the go. He's like... No, it's a piece of cake. To him, the hardest thing to do is to fly in a straight line. He said, <laughs> I can make this thing do whatever I want. But to get it to stri- fly in a straight line and come right at me, yeah, that's scary. Because I don't know if I could control it. So were you affected by the flooding that happened just recently down there? So, no. Okay. Either time. When they built my house back in like 79, 78, they had a huge flood. I wasn't living here at the time, obviously. And the Army Corps of Engineers came in, and where my house is, it had not been built. My house was built like in 84, but where my house was, it flooded. And there's a, there's a house that's like a million-dollar house or $2 million house. Well, somebody very important in Houston lived there at one time. Army Corps of Engineers came in, and they redid the whole landscape. So everything floods to the right of me, to the left of me, behind me, and in front of me. it's crazy you literally go five houses down and they're underwater and i'm not wow yeah oh the police station about uh two miles away it was to the roof wow yeah it's bad i felt bad there was nothing i could do i i put out cones to stop people from going down any further and you know because i drive trucks you know not 18 wheelers or anything um, just regular, uh, like three quarter ton, one ton truck sometimes for my job. So I could get through the high water and I would just set out cones and help people try to do rescues what I could. Didn't have a boat, so it wasn't going to do too much, but it was pretty bad. Wow. That was, um, Harvey, not the last one. By the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. The last one was nothing. In my opinion, when you've gone through really bad ones, the, the other ones don't, like the last flood we had, they sent us home right during the right in the middle of the rainstorm. Oh, jeez! So what would take me thirty minutes to get home took me three hours. And the thing that Damn. made me the most upset 
was we're, we're all driving. Everybody's got their flashers on. And I understand that. And we're all going slow. I understand that. But you have these huge utility vehicles with their with their caution lights on. So everybody is so scared to go any to go forward because they think there's high water. We're on the highest part of the road. There's no water. It's it's a proven fact. This is the part that that drains the quickest. And so I would pull up and like turn your turn your lights off because you're scaring these people half to death. Anyway, sorry, that was just my little rant. That was my two seconds of uh, being mad at people don't know how to drive in the rain and floods. And I, and I understand the guys are trying to help, but it but the people that are scared that don't know honestly think that the road's flooded ahead. And I've lived here not my entire life, but pretty long for a pretty long time. I know where the flooded areas are and the roads we're on are not flooded. Don't scare the people unnecessarily. If it's flooded, stop the traffic. Don't let it go any further, which the police were doing. But these guys, Uh because they drive fuel trucks or they drive 18 wheelers or they, you know, uh, wreckers or whatever, flashing their lights at everybody. And everybody's thinking, Oh my God, we, we've got to stop. No, I have to stop. You just have to be careful. Anyway, that's that's not a helicopter podcast thing, but it's okay, Jerry. We love yelling at people. Yes, we do. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, people, they are they are special in my mind. <laughs> uh. oh, did I say that out loud? Shit. All right. All right. Uh, so, how long have you been in a hobby? Um, since I was a kid. I don't have any fascinating stories like the helicopter flying off and never finding it and wondering where it went or anything. But um, ever since I was a little kid, like Kevin building the, um, the tanks really, really, really makes me want to get a uh, printer because when we were kids, me and my uncle, before we had the technology that we had now always wanted to build like a, like a centipede that was totally um, autonomous. It would do everything and you would tell it what you want. Like, go through the yard and find object a and it would all by itself go there find it pick it up and come back and this is back in like 84 85 83 somewhere in there so i've always been fascinated by electronics i've always been fascinated by operating things outside the boundaries of human control so to speak we have control but really it's it's magic like how are you doing this well i'm sending a signal here and it's coming back there and um, but my first uh, uh, experience was Traxxas, the monster trucks and doing stuff like that. And then I went into didn't even do planes. I went straight into helicopters. I saw a helicopter at a hobby shop. I walked in and I was just blown away. This is like uh, 98, 99. It was a it was a, a Thunder Tiger Raptor 30 fully put together. And I was just blown away. I was like, I want one of those one day. So I bought the um, the E-Flight thing at the time. This might have been 2000. I'm, my years are running together now. And the thing flew. Well, the thing turned its head really fast, but never flew. And I don't think anybody ever flew it very well. I think Nick had one from RCHN. I think he had the same the same one. I'm not sure exactly what it's it was. The blue thing? It was yellow. Hmm. It was a long time ago. It might have been. No, it was yellow. 
<laughs> but it never flew. I mean, no matter what you did, it just didn't fly. You put servos on it, you tweak it out, and it just never flew. Didn't matter, huh? <laughs> but it never, it didn't deter me. So I'm in a hobby shop one day over by our house, which is closed down because brick and mortar is going by the wayside, unfortunately. But um, he had a Raptor 30 sitting there, all put together, radio for 300 bucks. And I was like, 300 bucks? It comes with everything? Well, yeah. Sold. And that was the start of my helicopters, of real helicopters. And I, have, and I still have that frame to this day. It has a little JB Weld on it here and there. It's been <laughs> electric. Nice. But I still have. And that was in, um, so that, when I bought that, was in 2004. And like I said, I still have that that particular frame and um, head and all that to this day. It's been converted to electric and it's fly barless, but, and I fly it from time to time just to uh, look back on it. Cool. So we're kind of talking about, you know, your first alley, but what, uh, what do you have in your current fleet? Okay. So I wrote this down cause I knew I'd forget. <laughs> um, I have a Forza 700. We talked about that. A line mm-hmm. 600. We talked about that. A goblin 500. A Forza 450, Oxy 3, and an Oxy 2. And I fly Jetty. I started out with Spectrum, mm-hmm. and my ex bought me a JR XG11 MV with a mo- removable module in the back, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. But when I went to Jetty, I never looked back because it's you can do whatever you want. You can use your own module. You can set up repeaters. You can, you can do whatever you want and fly whatever you want with a Jetty. Little disclaimer here, I was going towards the Kool-Aid. My friend talked me out of it. Uh, that was a I good wanted... friend. <laughs> Who's the I... best friend you mentioned? <laughs> Dustin. Um, uh, that, that guy uh, steered you Dustin. right. I met Dustin. Yep. Yes, you did. So I've been through just about every fly barless unit on the planet, with the exception of maybe Spirit and... Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, some of the knockoffs. K-Bar? Huh, K-Bar, stuff like that. But 3GX? Huh? <laughs> the Align 3G or 3GX? Oh, my God, that thing. G-Pro? <laughs> I hate that thing. <laughs> I've, I've tried it. I honestly tried to make the 3GX work, and that thing ruined helicopters than I know what to do with. Because I used to have this JR500. Uh, it was a beautiful machine. Flew so sweet it was like flying a 700 but it was a 500 size i have pictures of it i might put them on facebook but i put that 3gx on there and wiped it out luckily i could still get parts at the time you can't get parts anymore um unfortunately but uh yeah that 3gx and i just do not get along (laughs) and ron lund from from uh, ron's hobby you know um ron's hobby shop he he swore by it He's like, that's the best fly. That's the best fly barless in the in the planet. I'm what? like, BS. Yeah, what? Out, but BS. I'll take um, oh the beast X over that. Are you oh, kidding? any day, seventeen hundred. Yeah. Any day. No, yeah. No way. No. No. So, but yeah. okay. So I've I flew the um, uh, Heli Command before it became uh, Bavarian Demon. Mm-hmm. I've got picture. I've got video of me flying the Heli Command with the camera port, 
with a uh, Raptor 50 holding it in one spot and just hovering. No hands. And nice. um, so I flew that. I figured out how to fly that. And I figured out how to fly the Heli Command. I, um, and I love Heli Command. The only, only problem I had with Heli Command, there's no control for Governor. And okay. I like govern, Governed machines because i don't like overspeeds i don't like tearing stuff up i like to keep flying i like for things to last you know and unfortunately that's the one area with the bavarian demon they just haven't figured out to master all the rest of it their platform is awesome Mm -hmm. so my um so my next was um the neo so funny story um and i love the neo when you trim flight, when you when you set the Neo up and you trim that first flight out and you fly from there and you set those parameters just right, to me, honestly, it's not the unit that I fly now, but honestly, that is the creme de la creme. It flies, it, it allows for such beautiful flights. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not kidding. I mean, it just, you, you set it up and go, but... Uh, it doesn't have because it's so it, it only talks to itself it doesn't really share like the um, like the icon does mm-hmm. um, that's why and that's why I went with icon um, because of the communication back and forth with telemetry and whatnot uh, mm-hmm. with the hobby wing or the castle or or whatever but yeah what icon doesn't have the neo just blows it away Anyway, it is what it is. I, I can fly the Icon uh, brain, whatever you want to call it. I can fly mm-hmm. it quite well. It just doesn't have those those little things that I like that I love about the Neo. Oh, mm-hmm. funny story. My granddaughter uh, was sitting on my lap one day, and I'm putting my helicopter together. I'm I'm playing with it, and she's she's the only person to ever get in the room while I'm doing all this, right? Mm-hmm. And I go to plug it in. To, it's my first Neo, and I go to plug it in, and I plug the battery into the uh, to the part that lets the smoke out. Oh, oh no! To the <laughs> sensor port. I tried it just that fast. I'm like, yep. yeah, didn't even get mad because what could I say? I like, oh, I just bought this. No. <laughs> and she's like, she's only two at the time. She's like, is it okay? I'm like, well, of course, it's fine. Yeah, don't worry. It's fine. Time yep. falling. <laughs> <laughs> but you're crying inside. <laughs> yeah. I was. Oh, my gosh. So I went and bought another one. Yeah. And it, yeah, it flew wonderful. But, yeah, that's a funny story. And, I, you know, I know it's, like, in the manual. And, I, and it's, like, even to this day, there's people that still do that by mistake. And I just wish they could, like, I don't know, maybe do something where you can't backfeed into that or i don't know just but how okay well, isn't that port on the other end of the unit how do you accidentally yes. plug power into that well i mean i understand what, when a little kid yeah. does it but i mean it's a it's a server port so you think you can power off any port you know well i wasn't paying mistake. attention I, I honestly she had asked me a question and i had it in my hand and i went to plug it in and i went <gasps> and it was too late it's done done yeah it's a, it, it was, I shouldn't have been, because I had just gotten it. I had not had it open for more than two hours, maybe uh. 30 minutes. And I should not have been messing with it. I should have put it away and waited till she was gone because she kept distracting me. 
and I really wasn't focused. I, I was so excited to finally have one because I'd heard you guys talk about it. I heard Nick talk about it. I heard all these people talk about it. I was like, I, mm-hmm. I have one of these. They, I want to, I want to see, I want to see what the Kool-Aid's all about. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I learned real quick. Yeah. Don't plug it in that end. Need to say that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It's a lesson you learn once. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, uh, cool. So I know you spoke about your helicopters, and you spoke that you you fly jetty in the brain. But um, do you, what's all the what's like your other supporting equipment like charger? You know, battery okay. packs. The choice, you know, stuff. Oh like yeah. That. So on battery packs, I like Pulse, and huh? I have done extensive research. I've listened to all the RCHN uh, uh, podcasts mm-hmm. where they go into decay rate and keeping them in the refrigerator, the whole nine yards. I do yep. not fly below 15% ever. Mm-hmm. Every helicopter I have flies off of milliamps consumed through jetty. So mm-hmm. I know actually how many milliamps I'm consuming. Yes. Um, now, back to the, the more important part of this, I built my charger uh, case, and I used um, Rev Electric with the okay. black. Nice. And I swear by it because I I know there's people going to get mad at me, send me hate mail, but the Duo 410, mm-hmm. it has fried more of my batteries than any really? charger. Yeah, I've had – so I have a um, the old school, the 720i Duo. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's, that's the numbers. Um, I've had that thing since it was brand new, and it – has never let me down, but it doesn't have all the fancy features that Rev Electric have. Right. So when I go to the field, I have a, I have two setups. I have the Rev Electric where I bump everything, and then I have the um, the 720 Duo, and I charge all my small batteries on that, and I charge my big batteries on the Rev Electric um, because it just does a better job. Now, um, one of the things that Nick would talk about was charging at 5C. And after doing all my research and finding out about batteries and how they last and how to make them last longer, because they're big investments. Uh-huh. Sometimes a, yeah. a stick can cost you $400, depending on what you're flying. And a 700, yeah. it eats batteries. Uh-huh. And so I am ultra conservative when it comes to batteries. So that's why I use the uh, the Rev Electric, and I lost my train of thought. It makes sense. Um yeah, I mean, just the Rev Electrics is like one of the best chargers, I think, that that does like the fastest balance charging. Um, so, yeah, what I was going to say was, okay, so Nick was talking about uh, charging on, on 5C, mm-hmm. and I found that whenever, okay, so you remember when Ed did that, that series on Club Scorpion? And yeah. they were talking, it wasn't necessarily Club Scorp- Scorpion, but it was a, the, that series that they did on batteries. Yes. Well, Whenever he was talking about um, puffing, mm-hmm. and he was talking about a hard puff versus a soft puff, how a soft puff is better than a hard puff because a hard puff, sure. it wasn't him. It was the guy from Thailand. Um, the guy from Rev Electrics. Exactly. Thank yeah. you. And he said that, that, that whenever those batteries do that hard puff, they're dangerous. They're like time bombs. Yeah, they're about to explode. Yeah. And I've had more batteries do that to me charging at the high C rate. Then charging at a slow C rate. And that's why I changed yeah. from a high to a low. Now, if you buy a cheap 
I've just noticed if you buy a cheap battery, more mm-hmm. power to you. It's going to be a it's going to be a a, a little mar- marshmallow when you're done after about three flights. So let me ask you: your high C rating charges, you're saying five Cs, but what's the low side? Are you doing one or two? So whenever I really want to, like I'm at the field, mm-hmm. I'll charge two to three, like my highest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I try not to. I have, I try to go talk or do whatever uh, in between flights because I want to let them cool down anyway because that's, that's the death of a battery. They're too cold or too hot. Mm-hmm. So I try to go talk and relax and, and let everything cool off and then charge okay. uh, at, at max 3C. And I love, excuse me, I love charging at 1C. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never charge my batteries before I go to the field because I used to do that all the time because I would carry, I told you I drive big trucks or large trucks. So they're not really big trucks. They're just four door, like a Chevy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Full size truck. 2,500, you know, mm-hmm. and it's a four door. So I could put my charger, my K, uh, my charger, my, my, uh, um, radio and my batteries, which are all in, um, uh, Pelican cases in nice. my, in the back of my truck and then in the back seat. And then I could stack my helicopters on top of it. So I never went anywhere without helicopters. I was going into a plant one day and they weren't doing inspections when I went to this place and forever. And one day the guard decides I'm going to do it. I'm going to do an inspection. And he saw my helicopters and he freaked out. He's like, you, you, you can't have those in here. You're going to take pictures. I said, they're helicopters. They're not, they're oh, not okay. quads. And uh, so he calls a security guard and he says, what's going to happen? What do we do? What do we do? And the security guard, what's he got? He's got, he says they're remote control helicopters. Okay. Let him in. Yeah. So, so why do you bother me about it? <laughs> He's like, they're going to take pictures. He's like, no, they're not. Let him in. It's fine. <laughs> would you just listen to the guy this guy went nuts i mean nothing you know nothing bad about security guards but i wonder sometimes people protect. i mean it's that whole it's a, it's a whole hysteria that's what it is it's i know magnets all over again i um, know they're not the brightest bulbs in the chandelier thank either. you kevin i wasn't gonna say that i've i've worked thank with you. quite a few and a lot of them are great guys man but then you every now and then you get a guy that's either way yeah, over the top or yeah yeah. No, maybe he's just too new and he wants to make sure he does a good job and so he's overly and, compensated for it, you know? And Who I knows? did, and that's how I played it off, like yeah. while we were going through the conversation, you know, trying to sure. make it comfortable and you know, hey dude, yeah. getting in. Yeah. <laughs> One way or another, I'm gonna do this job. I had a uh, <laughs> yeah. I had an overzealous person at one of the sites I was working at. They, they constantly change their requirements. So we have to take either some kind of test and, and update our like paperwork and stuff like that. So I had taken this one test, but I really didn't pay that much attention. So I didn't know they were calling it a passport. And when I walked in, this one woman was like, you can't come in here unless you have your passport. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Passport. She's like, well, there's this whole new thing and, and you got to, and I, I said, yeah, I took that. And, so I said, well, what happens if I don't have that? And she's like, well, I'm not letting you in here. And I said, well, I don't give a shit. I'll go work somewhere else then. And she was like, oh. <laughs> and she, so she called her boss, and, and he was like, are you kidding? Just let him in. He's the security guy. 
And then later on, I found what she was talking about, and I was like, is this what you were talking about? And she's like, yeah, that's it. And I'm like, all right. You didn't have to get crazy. Kev, he's about to ask her if this was another country. Yeah. <laughs> and if it, hey, don't you know I'm allowed to go wherever I want? Identify as a worker right now. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, one of the funniest stories I ever had was when I had to work on Ellis Island, and I was doing the fire alarm. And when I pulled up for the first time, and it, I don't know about any other part of the country, but it seems like this metro area around New York City, everybody thinks you should know what you're doing the very first time you show up. So I it's pull up. Everywhere. I pull up, and the guard is there, and he has a couple of vans pulled over to the side, and I have a big van. So um, I walk up, and I go, excuse me, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, what, what's going on, what I'm supposed to do here. And he was like, he was a Spanish guy, and he was like, you pull over to the side here, you open up your doors, and you wait for the dog to show up, and he's going to sniff your van or whatever. So I get on the phone to my boss, and I go, you won't believe this. I'm an American vet that's being hassled by a Mexican, and I'm trying to get back to Ellis Island. <laughs> <laughs> and he thought it was hysterical. Only in America. Yeah. Yeah. So the next question we got for you, Jerry, is what clubs are you a part of? I guess in your area, right, Steve? Is that what this means? I thought I was supposed yeah. to be, what do you do for a living? Did I tell y'all already? Oh, I didn't see that question here. Oh, what That's do you do one. for a living? <laughs> oh, we skipped over it. Yeah. Um. So which one do you want to go for? The clubs or the do for a living? We could go for a, what do you do for a living. You, you were talking about, you know, you drive them. The, so know, I used to do industrial x-ray. And okay. now I'm an inspector. I uh, I look at things and tell people, yeah, they're putting it together correctly, or no, they're not. And I travel all over. I've been to New York. Um, I've been to California. I mean, literally, I've been to almost every state in the union. Oh wow! And, yeah, I flew to New York, dude. I check this out. So you know Hess, right? Yeah. So they flew me from Texas to New York to x-ray some things because nobody there could do it. And then whenever I got there and did it, I was like, yeah, there's not a problem here. Well, your guy from blah, blah, blah said there was a problem. I said, well, he's full of shit and he doesn't know what he's talking about. So now what is, what is it that you x-ray? So I used to x-ray pipe or uh, welds or okay. concrete um, houses. The, the, Okay. The coolest job I ever did. You know the movie Armageddon? Mm-hmm. Okay. Where they filmed the rock scene where they're drilling through it? Okay. They, they did that at NASA here in Houston. Cool. I worked in that room on the vacuum chamber that they trained the astronauts at. Wow. That, nice. That studio or that door for that, uh, for that chamber whenever they close it and everything is – Three stories tall, weighs an ungodly amount. Couldn't tell you. Sure, yeah. It's huge. But you can literally, it's so well balanced, close it with your fingertip. Wow. Yeah. Nice. It's amazing. But, um, yeah, so I've worked at NASA. Um, I've worked on uh, uh, a Confederate ship that was, so it was a project for Texas A&M. For the uh, for the waterway here, and what they did was so during the during the Civil War, the ship was out in the um, in the bay, 
and the captain decided because they were uh, being overtaken that decided that they weren't going to let them have this ship. So he covers it in gunpowder and he blows it up and kills himself and a couple other crew members. And there were 22 inch guns at the bottom of the, of the bay. And there were some 18 inch guns. And then there were tons of cannonballs. So what they did was they would bring the cannonballs up and they would bring them to us and we would x-ray them with digital x-ray. And then the uh, Marines uh, bomb squad unit or the, uh, Demolition guys right. would take them off okay. and, and drill into them to get rid of because back in the day they would fill them up with uh, gunpowder, shrapnel, all kinds of stuff. So they would blow up whenever they got wherever they were going. And mm. uh, so, yeah, we would shoot them, make sure there was a cavity. And then whenever we knew there was a cavity, they'd take it off and drill it and make sure there was nothing in it. And every one of them had seawater in it. None of them were alive. But that was really cool because when they, uh, so they pulled up a gun um, from the wreckage, they pulled up all kinds of stuff like um like the window seals and yeah we did all the x-ray on them so but oh and the, the weirdest thing i've ever shot or x-ray um was an antique brass doll during the civil war from galveston because that's where they used to hide the diamonds mm. oh, wow. so that's yeah nice. of it to look for diamonds did and, you find any no there was nothing it was just sand. Um, but, oh, so the old airplanes and stuff like that, like the B-52 and the uh, Mustangs and stuff. So they, we have a museum down here. And the company I used to work for used to do work for that museum. Because after so many hours, all the parts have to be inspected. And that's what we do. So I did a bunch of inspection on some, some airplane parts. And I went to take them back to the museum. And when I got there, I was talking to the talking to the guy and he was taking the parts in. He goes, have you ever been in a B-52? I'm like, no. You want to? Well, sure. And he took me behind the ropes and I got into every plane that was in the museum that you normally. Oh, that's don't so get awesome. To. I know. I was like on cloud nine for months. Yeah. Damn. And, uh, yeah. But I, I have a really cool job. I've, I've seen so many so many cool things and met so many great people. And that's why I like my job because it's never one place more than a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's cool. Nice. So going back on to the questions here. Uh, so what clubs are you a part of? Like, do you, are you part of just one local club or you have several? Just one. Uh, it's called okay. Houston Sport Flyers. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been a, like I've been a part of this club for about ten years. We used to fly at an outlaw field years ago. I have to quantify that before the mm-hmm. A thing. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we um, we uh, were part of that club, and and uh, like I said earlier, you know, we used to be really really big. We had well over two hundred members, and wow. now we're, um, we're we're down to forty or fifty, but we're growing. I've been putting the word okay. out. Okay, coming back. We've actually had some people. Um, approach our president say hey you know I'd like to start flying helicopters again what's going to take and I'm not going to lie some people are a little a little heartbroken that they left during the construction because a lot of us have stayed and just kept flying mm-hmm. um, and what they did was they so we had a huge field I mean just huge you could fly whatever you wanted wherever you wanted it was awesome but what they did because of the flooding they built retention ponds and basically, they just built retention ponds all around us. And yeah. uh, 
that's large equipment all the time, construction, noises, and all that. So a lot of people didn't like it and left. But now they're trying to come back because they're because they're finished. Nice. So, How many? Uh, so wait a minute. But, so what do you mean they're trying to come back? Is there an issue with them coming back or? Oh, oh. Do they Is not play nice? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, well, you know, because some, because the okay, here's here's the way I see it, and that's the way it was. So the way I see it is, the people that have been here the whole time are butthurt about the people that left and now want to come back. So they want to make them pay two years of back dues, which are 120 dollars. So basically, 240 dollars if you want to come back. And everybody's like, well, it's the end of the year. Why don't I just pay? a year's worth of dues and come back. Well, that's not fair because to all of us who have been paying and doing all this work and, and I, and I see both sides, but I'm kind of like, well, we need members. So why don't you get over yourself and just let people come back? Yeah. 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 That doesn't make sense. And I mean, who am I? I'm just a lonely member, but I kind of feel like you guys are pushing it too hard because you're going to, what you're going to do is you're going to wind up driving everybody away and we're just going to, we're going to dissolve into nothing. Sounds like dirty old planker talk. And that's what they are. And they're trying to get... Did y'all notice I posted some videos on uh, Facebook? They are really pushing for me to get an uh, airplane. But I'm standing strong, guys. Standing strong. Nice. <laughs> so my next question um, is how many heli flyers are in your club? Like heli only like you are. Oh, man. Is it a handful or is it none? <laughs> that is a really good question. At the moment, I don't know. One, two. Okay. So, so just a handful then, yeah. Four, maybe, because I don't yeah. know if one of them's still there. Sure, sure. And okay. uh, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to get more, but I don't know. Once the word, I know once the word gets out that we're uh, we're back up and running, everything will be fine. But it, it hasn't hit that. Yeah. Well, I think it's a lot of people in our area that have that fly, but they've all gone north or south, and they have to travel so far to fly. And I know once they figure out that we're open again, and I get this whole thing settled with the the amount of money we have to pay, I think we'll be on the right track. We just have to uh, let everybody see both sides. And agree I, with my idea. <laughs> well, I've never heard of a club charging back dues for someone that wasn't there for a year or two. Yeah. And well, it's because you were weird. a member and now you're no longer a member. It doesn't matter. I mean, it a lot sounds, of people drop out for a couple of years or have kids back. or something, then they mm-hmm. come back. I mean, that's. I know. It reminds they're me. They're just going to lose all their members if they hold too hard to that. That doesn't make any sense. And I tried to. That's like the DMV. If you don't turn your plate in, you got to pay for that extra year. You kept your plate, even though you haven't had it on the vehicle or haven't registered your car last year. Do what? What? In Jersey, New York. Yeah, in Jersey and New York. Yeah. If you not down here, I don't know what you're talking about. If you let your registration go by and then you, you go to register your, your car again and you, and you've kept the plates, then you, yeah, you have to pay for that missed year. So, just I don't know. I but what say. Andy's saying, what Andy's saying, makes perfect sense. I mean, what's the difference between those people and the people like that are new now oh, that okay. are going to be like, yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, coming back. you know, you pay when you come back. You got to pay a um, the new member fee, whatever that is. But sure, 
So just do that. Make it a one-time fee. We're going to make have a, 150 bucks instead yeah. of 120. Yeah, just make Welcome it a good back. number. Thank you. One of the things um, I think you can tell these members that are like, I'm not paying for 240. Like that's ridiculous, right? It's if it's not in your club bylaws, they do, they can't enforce that. And that means AMA can you can involve AMA and double like, no, you can't do that. Well, I think it is in our bylaws, and I'm trying to get them out of our bylaws. We actually really? have, who wrote I, these damn bylaws? I know, thirty old plankers. Thirty old plankers, bro. How are you gonna write that into the bylaws? That if look, you I'm trying to keep year? my early field, okay? What? So I try not to make too much of a stink. Sure, I hear, I hear you. Yeah, you don't want to make too many ripples in the water in the pond. But. Yeah, I mean, I have to do this without them seeing me coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's some shit right there, man. <laughs> All right. Anyways, enough about the clubs. Um, so what's kind of like your overall goal in the hobby? Like, what do you want to achieve in this hobby? And we can say a one-year or five-year goal. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, whatever you feel is appropriate time frame. What do you mean? What do I want to do or what do I want to see in the hobby? Um, let's go both. What do you want to achieve and then what do you want the hobby to, like, to, you know, hopefully come into or so – what I want to do is because I'm so bad. I'm I'm man. I, I get focused on something, see a squirrel, and I'm gone. I want to well, get not when you're flying. No, <laughs> matter of fact, yeah. I used to tear up while flying because I my the guy that was teaching me he's like blink. Yeah, blink. <laughs> it's okay to blink. Use your eyelids, damn it. <laughs> because I'm getting older. Like I just turned fifty two yesterday, so. Congrats. Uh, happy, happy birthday. Thanks, guys. But the whole thing is that, you know, because I'm older now, it takes more time to learn what you're doing. And you've got to put the yes. time by playing the guitar. You know, it's, it's like I tell – so I, I teach a lot of young guys how to do what we do. And and they see me and they, they say, you're slow and you're old. But whenever I do my job, I do it quick. And they're like, well, how do you do it like that? And I tell them, I say, look, when you were born – you weren't running. You couldn't even move. I said, you could hold your head up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the best way that I've been able to relate that. So the same thing with helicopters. The more time you spend learning how to do the basic maneuvers, the better you become. So my goal within the next year, which has been my goal the last three years, but some things have come up that um, have kind of sidetracked it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, like – Last year was the first time I ever made a big fun fly, and I was so stoked. I really thought I was going to make um, make Urcha, but I didn't. So getting on to what I want to do is I want to do pyro flips, and I've been studying and learning orientation. So I've been doing um, pirouettes in front of me, you know, and then I stop and I practice nose in, nose out, left, right, frontwards, backwards, upside down, frontwards, backwards, left, right. Uh-huh. And then to get that mechanic of doing the pyro flip and Kevin, dude, you and your pyro flips, you just, you make me like, crap, I can do this because you're the same age I am and you're making it happen, but you you really de- dedicate your time to it. And I don't, I, like I said, I get focused on it for a little while and I see a squirrel and that's my own fault. I'm not blaming anybody, but that's what I'd like to be is, is doing pyro flips or doing some good 3d acrobat, acrobatic yeah acrobatic moves within the next uh year five years i would like to see 
I would like to see more people flying. You know, I, I just every time I start, every time I talk about helicopters, first one of the first things I do is I show them, and then I I can't help it, Kyle Stacy. You know, I, I just put Kyle Stacy on there and, and show them what's going on. And when Kyle gets there, it's like, oh my god, that dude, a helicopter can do that. So yeah, yeah, you like how I fit that in? I said it three times. <laughs> no, but Jerry, seriously, dude, it's, I never, you have to, be, I think it takes a few things. You have to be that person that doesn't want to stop learning, you know, to, at, like you're saying at our age, to pick it up and, and start uh, learning new stuff. Uh, you just can't be one of those person, those, those people that, you know, has a closed mind about it. You got to be open minded. You're going to, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to crash. It's just, I think it's in that, that person's nature, you know, like I'm a technician. You're a guy that does inspections. We're technical people. And, you know, that plays into it where, you know, we're just pushing ourselves and learning new things. And we enjoy that part, that challenge to it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And you're absolutely right because all the things that I have learned, people watch me fly that don't know anything about it. And they're like, oh my God, you're amazing. And I think to myself, if you ever saw anybody that really knew how to fly, you would totally not like how I do this because yeah. I don't know how to fly. Somebody like other people, they like Steve, you guys can put down and I'm, I'm nowhere near that. And I should be, I've been flying for a long time, but I never, I always get sidetracked because of work or, or whatever. And I don't put okay. the time in that I need to. And I was for a long time. I was really, I was really every day I was flying every day, but work got in work got in the way and i just had to stop well yeah life let got me, it's a hobby after all right right thank let you let me ask you um do you sim so yeah okay yeah how do i go about this <laughs> i i own real flight 3.5 all the way to eight all right okay all my transmitters suck um, and I've learned how to, to hook up the jetty, but it takes a lot to make it work because it just doesn't want to cooperate. I've got the little dongle thing, whatever, and sometimes yeah. it's perfect and other times it gives me fits. And I also have, um, so I have real flight. I have, uh, hang on. You have Wait. AccuRC or I have AccuRC. I have or HeliX. Is it HeliX? I have, Heli I have them all. Okay. And um, the next. one I like, huh? Next, I think, was another one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, yeah, yeah. I have next. Okay. The one I really, really like is, now, I love AccuRC, okay? I do. I really like it. But I can't, I want to sim, like, whenever we have, when you guys have sessions, I want to do, I want to have sessions so we're all flying together so we can critique our stuff and try mm -hmm. to get better because we can't be at the same field. Yeah. But I can never get it to work the way I want to. Huh. And the one that, that does work is next, but no one's ever on. Yeah. Wait, Those, Andy, do you fly with uh, your jetty or no? Yeah. It just takes a USB cord. So you really need. Yeah. But then and, set, then, just, and then you just set up the calibration yeah. in windows as a game controller. Then you set up the calibration in AccuRC mm -hmm. and that should do it. Yeah. I tried that. And I had, I don't know. I got to go back and revisit it. I've, I've left That's it super simple. Before. Once you set it up, I just plug in the USB and SIM and 
Oh. Next time I go back and plug it in, it works. Well, it sounds like uh, you and Jerry should talk and get that yeah. set up so we can definitely do this. Yeah, Jerry, you might want to try it again because I know that uh, there, there was a while there where I was having issues uh, with the, and they've, they've gone through some updates and mm-hmm. I know have made the multiplayer a lot better. Okay. So depending on when you tried it last. A uh, good thing about using the USB cable is it'll charge your battery too. So I know, yes, right? Sir. Mm-hmm. Sitting there hooked to your computer, it'll be fully charged when you go to get it. That's yep. true. So whenever Kevin was going through all that, I remember um, the issues. I built this computer just so I could sim on my big oh, TV. Because remember, I was I was uh, hitting you up for the specs to build one a while back, and I finally built it. So it's ready to go. I just haven't been able to. Uh, oh, you got to. We got to get you. Yeah, you spent that money on that computer. You got to get that thing going. Is your AccuRC like current? Like, have you updated it in the last six months? Andy, honestly, no. Uh, maybe. I don't know because I haven't. There's been a lot of stuff going on outside of outside yeah. of helicopters. Well, maybe sure. we can get together and get you sorted yeah. out and do a do a group thing. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. We'll get on our Discord and everything. Yeah. Every time I meet somebody and I and I. Um, Every time I meet somebody, I try to I try to impart them about flying, and, and so they'll get huh? interested. I try to spark that, get that ignition going, and it works sometimes, not always, but it works. Yeah, it's so yeah. That's what I find. Yeah. Yep, for sure. The cost definitely is a, a con for this. But let me ask you another question. You know, when you're flying at your field, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm I'm hoping you fly with other heli pilots. You know, when you go, um, are their skill level better, same, or worse than you? Um, so I posted online um, a pilot, and his is better than mine. Okay. So he he pushes me, and I have another yeah, guy. Yeah, good, good. That's that's what uh, I was looking for. His name's for. Rob, and he flies, but he doesn't come to the field that often because he moved away. Uh, but okay. He pushes me really hard. He's like, "Come on, man, you can do it." And Dustin. Yeah. Man, Dustin used to uh, Dustin be like, I fly it upside down. And Dustin, <laughs> fly, it, fly it upside down. Now. I'm like, I'm not ready for that. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be in a pansy and fly it upside down. Yeah, just do it. Who cares, man? It's only money. Yeah, he, he would get into, he would just totally tear me up. Be like, go. I go, no, I might crash. Yep, you sure will. Now, now turn <laughs> <Go>. upside down. <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now, part of the question is, you know, the reason why I'm asking that question is I feel like, I mean, Kevin, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, when you were learning parallel flips, like, I, I felt like I was trying to help you understand the controls and kind of pushing you to, like, you know, do it high up and comfortable and stuff like that and until you kind of got it. So I'm just wondering if you had folks like that at your club that would push you and, you know, get you to kind of get out of your comfort zone just a little bit, you know, like a, a step out. You don't have to fully leap out of your comfort zone, but just a little bit every time where that becomes your new normal then, you know? Unfortunately, no, I don't. I don't have anybody to push me. Everybody flies airplanes. And then the people that fly airplanes and helicopters, I'm their go-to. Um, yeah. I'm the one that works on all their helicopters or, or checks their setup before they fly, um, tweaks their parameters to make sure that, you know, things are flying optimal and um, no one's there really to say, okay, you know, this is your next step because all they know is, 
Oh, like they can do forward flight, figure eights, stuff like that, but they don't fly yeah. upside down. They don't have their flight mode set up to really – they're airplane. Yeah, um, yeah. So the concept of, of having a, a throttle stick that's not really throttle but pitch yeah. is foreign to them, and it, it flips them out whenever you're like, all right, flip it upside down. And they're like, oh, what's going to happen? And don't get me wrong, there's – I'm saying that. Crash. Don't worry about broad, that. <laughs> I'm saying that in a broad scope. There's a yeah. couple of guys who fly airplanes who understand and fly quite well, but they're not there that often. Yeah. So. Yeah, Jared, do you know about the face? You're on Facebook, right? Yes, sir. You know about the group Progressive Heli Learning? No, sir. Uh, yeah, you should join us. They're pretty good. Yeah, check that out. They do a live sim session every week. All right. On Tuesday night. And there'll be all kinds of like really good pilots there and, and begin, you know, people like your skill level as well. And they work on stuff, watch you do a maneuver and give you, um, yeah, like constructive criticism or things that you might want to change. You might want to look into that and they use next. Okay. So yeah, that may be right sure. up your alley. No, for sure. I'll look it up. Yeah. I wrote it down, so yes, that means I'll look it up. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I, I'm old now, and I forget. <laughs> I don't mean to, but I forget. I'll remember it, but it will be somewhere where I can't do anything about it. So it's better if I write it down now. Yeah. No, check that out. It's It's a pretty good group. There's a couple guys, and then there's... Always someone like uh, Matt Kramer or Scott Graham or, you know, some of these really good pilots that can definitely help you out and give you some tips and points. I like Scott. I met Scott at, uh, when I was in Florida. Yeah, he's a good dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was actually he was actually there when I when I put my, my 600 in the ground that night. And that was it. It was just a fluke. Uh, Link popped off. But anyway, all right. I'm doing one thing better. I've just invited you to the page, so that way you don't even have to remember. You'll get that as a notification that I invited you. All right, thanks. Progressive heli learning. Yep. Cool. All right. Uh, let's see here. What's? Oh yeah, we're on the last question, I guess. Um, so is there any thanks, shout outs you want to give out? Like any, you know, throw people. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You guys. Um, Telerotor, mm-hmm. Mr. Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Jones. Jimmy, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, what are you, Jimmy? Man, come back. You'll never hear I this. I know he won't. You'll never hear it. He's on my Facebook. I think I'm just, 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 just. You should yeah. message him like every. D- he lives right days. down the road from me. What I should. So, he lives what are you doing? Oh, you should go to his house. <laughs> I'll drive doing? down there and slap him and say, what have you been doing, boy? No. Be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve said that you do really good pyroflex that you need to teach me. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Just get him on video <laughs> and say the, the world wants to know what's going on with you. Yeah. Perfect, Kevin. The world wants world to know what happened to Jimmy Jones. Yeah. Nice. All right. So is there any other questions for Jerry or should we move it on to the next part? Actually, I do have some questions. I do have another question. Go for it. Yeah. So you said last year was like your first big fun fly. Was it last year you said, right? 
That's correct. So which fun fly was that? Um, Winter Bash. Oh, which, okay. Yeah, it's the first time I ever met Bert. And um, oh yeah, shout out to Bert and uh, Kyle because uh, they man, them guys are something else. They just give so much to the hobby, and he seems cantankerous as all get out, but the dude really cares. He just yeah. I mean, and Kyle, too. Kyle said the last uh, episode they did, he said he's getting kind of burnt out on flying, which I understand that happens to us. But um, these guys, those guys have done so much um, yeah. over the years. Because I've listened to Bert for a long time. I remember the first time I ever heard him on a podcast. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's going to be horrible. <laughs> I'll let Bert know that you said Dude, that. <laughs> I'm doing it on purpose. I'm calling him out. <laughs> So he'll go, that fucking Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to come to be like, who the fuck is this Jerry guy? <laughs> right. I'm totally like, okay with that. Bring know it. him. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Those guys, a lot, and it's not it's not really even Bert uh, in, in his, you know, company there. Just, it's amazing to me, like, how many of the manufacturers and how many of these guys we know that, you know, head up these companies will donate, like, a lot of stuff to just... Yeah. Off, yep. like off the wall off the beaten path fun flies you know they'll have a fun fly in mm-hmm. there they'll like donate some switchblades or you know george's from scorpion was always donating f- to us always same with uh oxy when we started doing like i mean we had 19 pilots at our first fun fly or something like that and we were able to you know give everybody a, a yeah something. we had like 40 shirts <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they do, man they just totally support the hobby and- yeah and that's something I'd like to see more. Um, see, just, I just want to go just, to more. Just events. over the last year, how many Krakens have they given away? Like three, four uh, at least, uh, I think. Yeah. That just that alone is amazing. And and I know, uh, you know, like I said, I know there's other manufacturers that do the same thing. You know. Yep. It's it's just really it's really cool. It it really is. And you know, we kind of have a little bit of an edge to talk to Bert and Kyle. You know, like we're not we're a little bit. I don't want to say above average, but you know, because we do the show and stuff like that, we they know us through that. And but the, you even if you're, intimate, yeah, you have a more intimate connection than uh, like myself. And sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt, but yeah, and even if it's your average, you know, guy going up and talking to them, I mean, they're uh-huh. they're great guys, man. They are. The one thing I want to say is, um, where the hell's Pinion? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you tell us. He's from, he's from down in <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, isn't he down? Yeah, right. He's from Dallas, from what I remember. I just want to give a shout out to Pitney. Hope somebody hears this. So they, yeah, John was his name, right? I forgot his yeah, last name. John Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Hopefully somebody goes and like, hey, dude, get the puppy out. Wait a minute. Talk. We're missing John Johnson and Jimmy Jones. This is like a Marvel like movie or something. <laughs> this is yeah. cr- getting crazy now. anyway yeah no i mean it would be awesome i I love his youtube like his videos and they're just they're just awesome you know they're hilarious and it's just a a nice fun way to like how uh they would go around and do the the fun flies and interview people i just you know it's it's cool i wish that came back well now we got different just different you know conceptions on that theme you know Got yep. the planker, and we got now we got Bill Ann going around interviewing. Yeah, Bill Ann. Bill, 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 Bill,
Yeah. He's not near as entertaining as Pena. No, not at all. Sorry. Sorry, Bill. Give us the dog back. We want the hand puppet. Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. So I think at this point, we should just let's move it on to the top 10. All right. Let's see. Um, how do you all want to do it? You want to just split up the questions like we, we used to do? Yeah. I'll okay. go second. All right. I'll go first then, and then Andy? I'll go fourth. Go fourth, and then uh, Jerry will go third? I'll ask myself. <laughs> <laughs> my questions and answers. <laughs> yeah, well, my first two. Go ahead. All right. Oh, man. Hybrid. Um, okay, let's do the top ten shotgun round. Okay, first question. Pinch or thumb? Yes. <laughs> it depends. Oh, damn it. So I pinch, but whenever I'm getting into certain things, I found myself thumbing. Mm-hmm. So my question and my answer is yes. I do both. All I of pin- the above. I pinch, but I use my thumbs. To get into it. Get down. <laughs> uh second question is nitro or electric? Once again, yes. Nice. Um, I like, I love both. Mm-hmm. The electric is more convenient for plug and play. Nitro has soul. Um, to me, there's nothing that beats that, that nitro. I don't know. It just, it has soul. Um, yeah. And being mechanically inclined, I love messing with the nitro and, and making it just get all that absolute power out of it. Nice. Do you prefer 500 and below or 550 and bigger? Uh, okay. So my heart loves 550 and bigger. My wallet loves 500 and below. <laughs> That's Fair. a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, like the 700 we were talking about in the beginning. It's just, you know, trying to do that stuff with a 700 size helicopter when you're not ready. Or you're not really there yet, but you think you are? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. The Oxy would have been way better suited for that. I'd do it with the 450, but um, uh, the, the the JR, but JRs are getting so hard to, they're not necessarily getting hard to buy parts for, but the word is that they're not going to be out there forever. Yeah. So, you know, it's not really a helicopter you want to beat up on. Yeah. Uh, okay. So when was the last time you flew a fly bar? So I had a I had a T Rex four fifty, mm-hmm. the old one, and it was a fly bar. Yep. And um, it was probably about a year ago. Oh, not too long ago. Okay. And I've spun the belt on it. I couldn't get parts for it, so now it's in a million pieces and laying around the house somewhere. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you like sport or three D style of flying? I love 3D, but unfortunately, I fly sport. Okay. <laughs> Do you like the strap on or the strap off? <laughs> I want to hear him answer yes to this question. <laughs> yeah. It depends on how I feel that day. So, oh, yes. <laughs> it depends how frisky you feel. Huh? <laughs> right? So, when I started out, it was strap, of course. Okay. Everybody needs a little help. Yep. But now that I've matured, it's strapless. Okay. 
cool. Nice. Yep. Nice. Uh, let's see. Coreless or brushless servos? I don't know. I don't really have a preference. So cheap okay. or expensive servos? <laughs> <clears throat> or cheaper, I should say. Not cheap. Cheaper or no, more I would say, and, and I like the more expensive servos. Mm-hmm. I've never had an issue. The cheaper servos have failed. Mm-hmm. Um I've had them. I've had servos fail in flight. I've had a set of JR eighty-seven seventeens in my in my six hundred. Really? That I've had since um, God, two thousand thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've they were that. so they so check this out. I got them in two thousand thirteen, and before I got them, the guy flew them six or seven years before that. Yeah, on six volts, and they still fly. Yeah. Like there's no. The only problem with 8717s is they're they're power hungry. Yeah. Um, so they will, you know, they'll take your your consumption and and if you're not careful, you could have a brownout because they'll draw so much power, everything will shut down for a second and fire back up. And I've actually had that happen. I lost a helicopter that way one time. But now with the so what I do is I run um, an external power system to them. Um, I can't even think of the name of it right now. It's one of the good ones, but uh, Anti Guard, uh, Ultra Guard. Um, no, it's Scorpion uh, Bug, R2 Buffer Pack, or what's the other one? Pulse has a backup now. No, I run its own I power. I think he's talking about an external BC or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, oh, okay. I yeah, ran so. a castle for years and then I upgraded to, and I can't think of the name of it. Western Robotics. Yeah, That's, probably Hercules. Was it? But yeah, the, Her- the Hercules. The Western Hercules, Robotics. yeah. 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 And it's been flawless um, and, and never let me down. I used to run the uh, – Scott, uh, the um, – I have one right here because I let the smoke out of this one too. Scott Gray from JR. He used okay. to have a BEC. And it was awesome. But unfortunately, there's just certain ways that you have to plug stuff in or it doesn't work Oof. anymore. Yeah. Let's yeah. cool. that magic smoke out. Anyway. Yeah. Um, where was we? Yeah. Yeah. Number eight, Kevin. Uh, fuselage style or pod and boom style? Which do you prefer? I guess it would have to be fuselage, but I like pod and boom too. Because I fly the Forza 700, and the Forza 700 is all one piece and looks beautiful in the air. And so does my Goblin. My mm-hmm. Goblin 500 is absolutely my favorite machine. It's like a beast. Yeah. Um, but it costs so much to repair. So, yeah. It is set up like a powerhouse. I can. Anything I ask that that helicopter to do, it does. I don't talk about. I haven't talked about it a lot tonight, but um, the canopy on it. I haven't. I haven't purchased a new canopy because I've crashed this one like four times. But the inside have it is just tweaked out to the max, and it it literally does anything I want it to do. And I love it because it's on six S. I can do. Mm-hmm. I can fly back to back to back to back. That's the one I really learn on. But right. going in is another one that costs so stinking much money pod and boom my line 600 is cheap it takes a 12s uh, better mm-hmm. you can change it to six but then you don't get really the benefits the, yeah so mm-hmm. i guess fuselage if i was gonna have to be like you tell me now or i kill you <laughs> okay cool. well would you say you kind of like the lower head speeds or do you really crank them up high Go high head speed. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. 
Yeah. I'm going to punch <laughs> you if I ever meet you. <laughs> Just as long as I get to hit back, you're good. Head or gut. <laughs> um, uh, last Boy Scout. Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> I love low head speed because the way it sounds. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I really want to like do TikToks or, you know, practice the high head speed, you just can't beat it because it just pushes the electric motor just pushes through everything and, and sounds so intimidating to someone mm-hmm. that has never flown. And um, I love blade parts. I get out yeah. there. Those plankers, dude, I, I I pop that helicopter to the side, whip it back, and it just, Rah! and they're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> we'll be playing here all, all day. Yeah, don't forget <laughs> to tip your waitress. <laughs> all right and the final question do you like uh urcha or like big events or smaller events i don't know i never been to urcha but i went to the uh, the one in florida the winter bash last year with gator and, mm-hmm. Kyle and Bert and all them and gator did an awesome job gator dude that dude is freaking so nice yeah. he's one of the yeah. nicest guys you'll ever meet on the planet and it wasn't a huge event, but it but it was a bigger event than I've been to in the past. Mm-hmm. So with the smaller event, you really get the um, everybody knows everybody and everybody's real friendly. And same with the big events, but with the bigger events, it's more um, commercial. It doesn't mean to be everybody's still trying to be just as nice and, and help out yeah. and all. But there's just so much going on with yeah. the smaller events. You really get the one on one. So, man, it's hard to give. It's hard to say which one I'd really like over the other. If I had to say you got to pick or die, it'd probably be the smaller event. Okay. Awesome. So we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait for next year when you uh when kind of urge you with us. Ah, oh, are you, that, are you challenging me, Steve? I oh, am. I'm you. calling you out. <laughs> you got to make going, it next year. Are you going to the Winter Bash again this year? It all depends. It all. I want to. I want to really bad. Um, even if I've just got to fly there and do kind of like Kevin does, where you know you just come visit and you know everybody and their brother offers you to fly a helicopter while you're there. But yeah, <laughs> come and visit and go. But they were offering me to fly their helicopters whenever I drove over there. We, me and Dustin, drove all the way from Houston to that event, and yeah. I'll never do that again. <laughs> what was that? Like, Twenty hours, and you're still in Texas? My God, no, that wasn't the problem. It was the every 125 miles stopping for gas. Twenty miles? That's it? Yes, because we drove a 1500 size Chevy truck and pulled a huge trailer. Oh yeah, if you're pulling a trail, yeah. Okay. I had a girlfriend at the time, and she had a big jacked up dually uh, diesel, and she's like, "You want me to come get you?" No. You want me to come get you? Maybe. <laughs> but I was like, I was telling Dustin, I was like, my girlfriend says she'd come get to, come get us. He's like, the hell she will. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> she could tow the, your tow tr- your car, your truck, we'll and the camper. <laughs> we'll just put your truck in the bed of her truck, and then we'll tow yeah. the camper on the back of her head, so we'll be all good, because it's a four-door. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And she's like, <laughs> She was like five foot nothing at the time, weighed about like ninety pounds. Nice. So anyway, but awesome. Uh, my plan is to go 
Yes. I don't know that I necessarily make it, but I really, really want to. Well, I hope you make it. I should you, be there. Are you going this year? Yeah. Cool. Are you going happens. I don't think we're going to, I'm going to make it this year trying to take off around Christmas so I can go spend the holidays with uh, my daughter and my wife who will be down in Florida, but I'm not sure if I'm even going to get that time off. Oh. But yeah, th- we, we usually come down in the beginning of December, but this year we have changed the plans. Uh, she's, I have really no more time left. I'm kind of trying to get time off anyways. Same here. I'm down to almost no time. I, I get five weeks a year. And I'm down to like 29 hours. I'm down to 16 hours and I'm asking for three days. So I don't know if it's going to work, but we'll see. They're like, yeah, you can have off, but we're not going to pay you. Yeah. But now, Andy, if you show up, dude, yeah, for sure. You got that camper, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a place to stay. Maybe. After he punches you in the face. You got to leave the <laughs> goblin outside, though. Do what? Yeah. You have to leave the goblin outside. You can't bring that. You saying that? You can bring no, the jetty though. Allowed. Jetty brothers. <laughs> Picking on my goblin. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to them. I had all goblins and they were okay with this. So. Yeah. I'm only joking. Kind of. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> awesome. All right. So let's move it on to news and announcements. News and announcements. All right, what do we got? Yeah, that's some good news from Hobby Wing. Yeah, sounds like they're finally going to get some V bar telemetry, or I don't. They're saying integration, so I don't know if they're going to do the full integration. That would be really cool, but at least telemetry for sure. Right. This is why competition is healthy. I agree. Yeah, yeah, competition. It only took them what three years to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, Hobby Wing. So. <laughs> I don't really have a date or a time frame. They just said soon. No, I think so, that's awesome that they're even thinking about it. Be looking for that. Yeah, that was really a bummer that they didn't have that already. Because I know when I put the Neo on my 516, I was really freaking annoyed by that yeah. whole thing. Having to go buy a UI sensor. And yeah. It's just, ugh. I had to spend a whole lot of money to get almost the same amount of features I had before. So it, it was just, it was annoyance. That's all I'll say. Speaking of fly barless units, there's a new spirit spirit two Now <laughs> you guys know anything about spirit? I know spirit airlines and I'll never fly them. That's it. That's what we, that's what we flew to Cancun. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Were you standing? Is it like subway where you got to stand up the whole time? No, Spirit's no, awesome. No. You can fly from from where I am to Florida for like thirty dollars. Good luck getting there. The rubber bands better be tight. <laughs> <laughs> nah, my uh, let's see, girlfriend and my mom has flew on Spirit a few times and had good experience. I thought Steve told me he f- took that airline and he was sitting in a lawn chair like the whole time or something on the wing with duct tape. <laughs> yeah. No, they came in. They came in a little hot. The pilot hit the brakes, and everybody slid forward to the front of the plane. Yeah, <laughs> I that's what he told me. Yeah, it sounds about right. I don't know. No, the Spirit Fly Barless unit now has a Spirit Two, and it's around a hundred and sixty-seven bucks, which I think is about the same price as it was. 
And I'm not exactly sure what has changed above the other one. I know it's got updated electronics, updated gyro and stuff. And the pins come out the back or the side instead of the top. Yeah. But other than that, I'm not really sure if there's any software changes and stuff yet. Uh, I have a spirit. I never really got comfortable with it, so I haven't fooled with it in a while. Maybe something I need to revisit just to try out. When I was doing it, they had the Jetty integration, but the menus and the way it was set up, I didn't like near as good as the the brain system. So I kind of just stuck it in a drawer and haven't really messed with it since. But they're, I mean, they're a pretty decent unit. I mean, they fly well and stuff. So, Andy, let me ask you. Now, you plug in your satellite for the jetty, right, to this unit? No, I plug in a receiver and use XBus. Okay, okay. And then can you program the unit through the jetty, or do you have to use a a laptop? Oh, you can? No, it's all, it's integrated, so you change everything, program everything from the jetty. Very cool. Now, is that all radio? No, I guess that wouldn't be all radios. Uh, it'll do, yeah, it does a bunch. It'll do Spectrum, JD, Gropner, and OpenTX. Yeah, like FarSky stuff. Well, OpenTX is in FarSky. Yeah. But that, I'm talking about the programming side. Yeah, right? yeah. The integration yeah, that's what I'm side. talking yes. about. Yes. If I, my DSMX radio, I can change settings in it? Yes. yes. Really? It's not as good as like the VBAR or the yeah. JD. Because you have to land and then you do use your sticks, but yeah. you can change all your settings, your gyro gains and cyclic rates and all that kind of stuff oh, with okay. your spectrum radio. It's a little clunky, to be honest, on the spectrum one. See, the Jetty's got the menu and the wheel, so it's just like your V control. You just click the menu and scroll through and change this, change that. Okay. Unless they've uh, updated it the spirit one was a little clunky to me in that you had you had your three banks so you would click into bank one you could do whatever settings on that and then you had to go out of that and then go to bank two i didn't particularly like that because the the way the brain works is you go to like cyclic and you have all three banks side by side in every setting so you can oh, okay you know, on the same screen, so you can up this one, lower this one, or whatever, have a comparison, like if you're wanting to try different things or tune. So I, I kind of stuck with the, the brain, because I thought the, the menu and the way it was set up was a little better. I like it. The, oh, this is interesting. The Spirit does have a really, really good rescue and self-level stuff. It's From what I understand, it's the same... I don't know if it's licensed or what, but it's the same thing as the the Bavarian Demon uses. Really, it's a little more robust to vibrations and stuff. Mm-hmm. That that's one of the most pleasing things about Bavarian Demon is that self level and uh, stabilization. It's, it's right, awesome. and the and Spirit has basically the exact same setup. Uh, from from everything I've heard and read and stuff, I don't know if they license the software. Or s- Somehow or something, but it's basically the exact same rescue in these spirits. And also, well, a few months ago, Spirit came out with a GPS system. Mm-hmm. 
So you can plug that in there and actually get, uh, you know, heading hold kind of GPS locked in place That'd be stuff cool. and hard decks and all kinds of stuff using that. Now, one thing I was noticing on it is that it has like most flybars just have like a six axis traditional gyro MEMS gyro system. This thing has a twelve axis. But the, the side note here where it says does rotations to 2,000 degrees per second, like what? Ridiculous. Probably just measures like, it that quick. Yeah. What's 12 axis? I don't know. That's that's, that's well, why I'm like, oh. And that's cool. what I was going to add. The uh, difference that I've seen, the main difference between the one and the two is that the one is six axis and the two is 12 mm-hmm. axis. And it has a really fast ARM processor, which is good. So that means it can... Um, translate all that stuff really quick. Also, the other thing that I'm, I'm noticing is that um, I think maybe because of maybe something inherently with the 12-axis gyro system is that it can handle extreme vibrations. Like, you know, at least that's what they're claiming that it can handle very yeah uh, tons of vibrations. So, like, gasters aren't a problem, nitros mm-hmm. aren't a problem, extreme flight. Um, and like, I kind of like all the little safety features it has. It has like. Uh, a BC tester built in for load revocation. It does. It has like excessive tolerances for brownouts. I mean, you know, buzzwords and and like you know, spec sheet wise, it's looking really nice. Yeah, and it's yeah. what 160 bucks. You said. Yeah, yeah 167. Damn. Did you say it has a two year warranty? That's kind of neat. Yep. <clears throat> two years, and then they're they're right out the bat. They tell you 50 percent discount on damage replacement of the unit, which is great. Like. That way you know what you're getting yourself into if you were to plug in the power to the wrong port or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah. I, I kind of like that, you know? It's like, I mean, not to knock Mikado, but it's like, you know, if you have a bad unit, they're like, well, we'll give you 20% off. It's like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> also has a, a CNC milled anodized yes. aluminum yeah, case. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. That is pretty, yeah. pretty robust. You're not going to break that. Yeah, it says uh, flight log, records flight log. It's got smartphone, tablet, uh, Bluetooth support. Yeah, I'm wondering if the I don't know if the first one had the, a lot of logging. Okay, I I don't remember. So I imagine this is kind of like the Brain Two, where they updated the processor and the gyros and stuff, so that they could do stuff like logging and more features with just updated hardware. Yeah, it sounds really cool. Like the um, the one that came out that was really cheap not too long ago, the green three one. Digi. Three digi. Yeah, three digi. It sounds like the three digi was supposed to be the end all, end all. I never did really like it too much. Yeah. I guess it, if you're a tweaker, it's fine, but... I, don't know, I heard they're not even really around these days. Yeah, but it, yeah. it sounds really good. It looks yeah. like the processor's a little upgraded. It's the same bit rate, but um looks like the speed's um, like at least doubled. Yeah, and then when you do have to hook it, if you're not using integration or mm-hmm. you want to hook it to your computer and stuff, Everything. available for Windows, OS X... Linux, yeah. Android, iOS. I don't even know what these are. What's WP? I don't know. What's OS? I know FreeBSD. Why are you NRS asking us? Right? You're the IT guy. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I'm a Mac IT guy. Well, Mac and Linux. I if you've know. not heard of it, Steve, we damn sure don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, I know, I know what's, I know what Sailfish OS is. Now I know it's, it's Linux for your phone. Okay. Ubuntu. Oh, touche. <laughs> what do you mean? What's Ubuntu? I don't know. It's, it's a program. Yeah, it's an operating system. The port uses all the time. <laughs> it's a fun word to say. Yeah, I might have to pick one of these up just to. Yeah, give it a shot again, right? So, yeah. dude, if you're one of those guys that has DSM two and you're still flying your helicopters and want to upgrade, there you go. It's kind of weird because there's not really, as far as I know, there's not a North America distributor for Spirit now. I don't. Yeah, East Spree model down in Florida mm-hmm, were bringing right. them in, but I, I don't know what happened there. So you have to order direct from Europe, which is. You know, not a big deal. It's just going to take you a few days to get it. From Chuck? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and how do you decipher this monetary system that they have? Looks like I'm paying. Looks like I'm paying four thousand dollars for this thing. You put it in Google currency converter, and it spits Uh, out one hundred sixty-six dollars and something something cents. Yeah. That's how you do it. All right. You let Google do all your bidding for you, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's a scary thought. <laughs> you already let Google do all your bidding, right? Whether you know it or not. I know. That's what I say. You just yeah. let them keep doing it. Yeah, they, they do what they do. All right, cool. What's next? What is next? Ooh, your favorite company. <laughs> yeah. My favorite company now has a plane in your favorite color. Oh, boy. I got to look at it. Come now, on, load it up. Now available in orange. Yeah, this thing is this RV8. Is pretty nice. good size plane they've had for a little while, and it's been out of stock. And I saw a post pop up saying that they're on the way. They should be uh, sometime the end of this month, and they've got a new color coming, which is orange. And it's nice. pretty cool. Out of stock. Check that out. Mm-hmm. Flex Innovations RV8 Super Plug and Play, five hundred bucks. Dude, I gotta pick up something. Probably not this, but I got to pick up something in the sport plane category because I really love the Sukhois. I love the Sbok, man. I got. I'm. I'm really into these type of planes. I like the Warbirds. Flex Innovations yeah. QQ Extra 300. Just get that QQ Extra. You can't get go that. wrong. With that. Get the night version too. It's, Why not? Get the night version. It's a little more expensive, mm-hmm. but it's you'll love it. I guarantee yeah. it. If you like that Sukhoi. Yeah, this thing's about thousand percent better. Yeah, really better, better flight controller. Yeah, you'll you'll definitely have a better. Flight it's out. very very nice. Cool. All right, Global 3D. Oh yeah, got the date set for that next oh, year. Already, huh? Wow. July third through the fifth. They do not mess around. In Venlo, the Netherlands. July third through fifth, fourth of July weekend. Hmm. I wonder if I could finagle a way to go to the Netherlands. Maybe. If anybody can do it, Steve, you can do it. You can do it. If anybody can say, I know exactly where you want to go for your birthday, honey, and put her in the car and drive her to a fun fly, you could do it. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> You're going to do what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I love you. Yeah. Yeah, you you love me, all right, as long as I give you another helicopter. <laughs> No, but if I'm like, hey, you want to go to Netherlands? Why do you want to go there? There's a fun fly? Okay, what else is there to do? 
It's the Netherlands. I don't know. Uh, if if I if I was going to Europe for anything, I'd try to go for Rotor Live. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think yeah. that'd be cooler. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do at Global 3D? Watch guys fly, but you can do that at Urchis. Oh, it's, it's the same thing as it's. It's like a sorry, not the same thing, but it's very similar to Rotor Live, but a little bit smaller on the retail commercial trade show thing and more flying but i mean they still have like all the new things come out and they show things you know yeah yes you know it's just not as yeah i mean I, granted yeah it's not as big as uh as road alive and i mean germany would be fun too so uh, i don't know we'll see i do rotor live i'm i'm with andy on that yeah steve is thinking on an international scale Way above our pay grade. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Steve's a baller. He can just do both. Right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, we'll go to this one this week, and why not the next one? Got me <laughs> Whatever. Uh, real quick, I want to mention Georgia's Fun Fly, October 25th and 26th, Tired Iron Aviation Fall Fly-In. Nice. Yeah. George has been kind of under the weather the last few weeks, but he's still going to do the fun fly. Uh, come check it out if you're anywhere around here. It's always a good time. Mm-hmm. Cool. Guar- guarantee you to have fun. You can look at George now has like 87 giant scale helicopters. To look at. <laughs> so oh, man. Poke fun of him about those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're... Wishing George the best. We know he's had some ups and downs lately. We don't know how yeah, much he, uh, he wants us to elaborate on that. So we're kind of. I haven't think been he's on much. the mend. So yeah, be back around soon. Yeah, and we talked a little bit about the email campaign from the AMA last week. Mm-hmm. I found out a little bit more about what's going on. The FAA had kind of promise that uh, there really wouldn't be much change with all some of this stuff and the flying sites and the the altitude limit and this and stuff but there's a division the i'm gonna screw all this up so but it's basically like the air traffic control uh section of something they're want they're putting this law into effect for the 400 feet limit and it's just a broad spectrum. Any, no recreation stuff above 400 feet, which is going right opposite of what they said earlier that yes, there could be exemptions for flying sites or sailplane meets and some of this stuff. Yeah. So that's, this email campaign is actually pretty important. We need to kind of hold them to their word. Now, whether it will work or not, I don't know. But we need to go ahead and send those in. I sent mine in, but I have doubts. Yeah, I mean, I do too. But the fact that it's just Congress may not even be aware. And this is not we're not asking for. We're just asking for what they already said. Yeah, we get. They promised us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not Mm -hmm. like because. If you have a 107, a commercial license, you can get exemptions to go under over 450. Yeah. So why would they allow exemptions for that and a blanket thing for recreation other than it's just easier to say 
blah everything. Yeah. So it's the class G air class G airspace that's further than thirty miles from any airport or any controlled space, they really should be able to have exemptions at flying sites or, or just wherever. So be sure and do that. Send an email in. Can't hurt. Nope. It may not help, but it may. Uh-huh. I wanted to bring that up. You don't have to send an email in. But it helps. But it helps. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Now I'm trying to remain on the positive side of this whole thing. Also, on for the positive side of this thing, well, not positive side of this thing, but for other things, is uh, make sure you vote for you know your next Scott president. Graham? You know who to vote for, okay? What Just Trump? Say. Scott Graham? Oh, no, Scott Graham. Scott Graham. Only you vote for Trump. Well, no, there's a lot of people that vote for Trump. But. Wait a minute now. Simmer down now. Simmer. But, yeah, we, we, we need a real president leading the AMA for us. And yeah. Scott Graham is his name. That's right. Go, Scott. All right. What's next on the list here? Well, the last thing I wrote here was uh, I heard through the grapevine or through Facebook that uh, Dave Vindestall is closing down the RC Explorer site. Oh, really? So, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I guess things didn't work out the way he planned, or maybe he's moving on to other things. I think he's moving on to other things. He didn't really, like, he stopped doing a lot of RC stuff after, like, his slow-mo channel and then his, you know, rocket channel. And, like, I don't know. It just seems like he's preoccupied with other things than RC, so. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you need so anything quad or, you know, yeah, grab it while you can. Yeah. Tricopter. Yeah. Tricopter especially, but, like, he, he's doing, like, crazy sales trying to get rid of any inventory he has, you know, so definitely yeah. check it out. So hopefully, you know, this is the, you know, stopping of one thing and the starting of something else for him. Yeah. He's a great dude, man. I got the chance to meet him a few times, and, he's, yeah, he's just a really good dude, and, you know, wish him nothing but the best. Yes. And he's done a lot for the hobby, man. He really has, you know, the some of my fondest flight test mem- uh, video memories are of the crazy stuff he was doing. Oh, for sure. I think, I mean, he he was like, I don't know, I guess, yeah, I mean, I'll say he was like pinnacle for flight test for me. Like, yeah, his Vigan, his Pitfire, yeah. like, you know, his yep. Tricopters, like, everything was like, everything that David produced and put his time into was like freaking solid gold to me you know like everything just worked it was great and then he left flight test and then that kind of was like the beginning of the end in my opinion and they just kind of went you know i got a chance to talk to him i think it was 2013 and i had only flown the baby blender i think the spitfire was just coming out it was like their third plane and uh you know i was like is it hard to fly or whatever he said no dude it's easy to fly and i had told him i had flown the baby blender and he was like, if you can fly that, you can easily fly the Spitfire. And the Spitfire was a great plane to learn rudder control on. It was the first plane mm-hmm. I had a, you know, the baby yep. blender had it, but rudder inverted. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Good plane. Mm-hmm. I think that's it, right? That's it, man. That's all I have. Okay. All right. Let's move it on to what's next for you in the hobby. Who'd like to go first? I thought we had a planker segment. Oh, wait. Oh, yes. Do we yeah. have a planker statement? Yes, we do. Huh? Yes, we do. Jerry can be here live for a planker segment. Nice. Okay. Right. 
Let's roll it. Do it. Mike, these sucks. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome back to The Planker. First up is our edition one of Strange News. A new RC airplane company, Champ EDF. Press release here says, Our jets don't suck, they blow. <laughs> Looks like we got the inside word that uh, Extreme Flight's got a whole new product line now for their uh, 3D airplanes called Even More Extreme Flight. Uh, notes from the factory say they are extremier -er than before. <laughs> Some folks may have missed a very special party last week at the Andy Ross place. The first annual Cornfield Weenie Roast and S'mores Party. Yeah. This year's party <laughs> took place in midfield at the farm. This year's party nearly destroyed the farm and Andy's house, <laughs> but everyone survived. Party on, we say, Dandy Andy. The party newest on. press release from Horizon Hobby says, Buy more stuff. <laughs> Here at the Planker, we were thinking maybe we should uh, show you a little bit behind the scenes. A little bit about what happens around here when things don't go my way. I'm supposed to stir my tea, not mix it. What the hell are you doing? I better not see any yellow M&Ms in that bag. I don't care. I could hear the farts from here. This isn't what I ordered. I ordered chicken salad on a plain bagel with a little bit of pepper. This has got medium pepper. What the hell is wrong with you? You freaking troll. Don't get that anywhere near me. No yellow M&M's. I keep telling you that. <laughs> Listen, you little swap. I want these toenails clipped perfect. I don't want to see any rough edges. I don't want to see any blood. If I feel anything at all, I'm going to kick you in the nuts. I don't care. Get it done. You come anywhere near me with that cup of tea, I'm going to throw it at you. <laughs> oh, man. This is good. <laughs> Wait. What? Uh, what? Who? Ah! Uh, get the hell out of here! I don't want to see you around here. I don't care. I don't care. Get out. My favorite part. Hello, and thank you for calling Freefall. <laughs> Your best choice in RC podcasts, bail bonds, and pet dog Christmas card photography. Please note, our choices may have changed since your last call. Press 1 for freefall cast party reservations. Press 2, freefall handy dandy Andy pet sitting service. Press 3 for freefall clown college test preparation. Press 4 to report drunken Kevin sightings. Press 5 <laughs> to leave a stool sample. Or wait for the tone and you can leave a message. Thanks for calling Freefall. Hey guys, this is Howard over here at Galeno Insurance. I got your inquiry. I got your message. Uh, no, your insurance does not cover rectal injuries. Um, as Andy put it in the message, butt stuff. You have to get another policy for that. <laughs> Hello, this is Lee from Lee's Cleaners. I got your three uh, Power Ranger costumes cleaned up and ready to go. And we also, uh, as you requested, we also added on extra pads on the knees. We'll be here till 6 if you want to pick these up tonight. Thanks. 
Hey, man. It's Mike D. Hey, guys, you promised me um, shares. Uh, you know, when we talked about payment from Freefall, you said shares. I just got your envelope that you guys sent me. I think, I don't know who sent this. One of you guys sent this to me. It's an envelope full of pictures of share. That's not what we mean by shares. Somebody better straighten this shit out, man. Hello, and thank you for calling the Planker Channel. Please leave your message at the beep. Mike D sucks. Mike D sucks. Mike D sucks. He sucks. 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 He sucks. Oh, jeez. Awesome. Pretty great. Mike D doesn't suck. No, he's the best. He's the best. And the worst. He He's the suck. best at being the worst. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay, let's uh, move it on to what's next for you in the hobby, then. What's next for you, Steve? I want to fly. I feel like I don't remember what that is anymore, so I'm kind of fiending here. Um, so I don't know if I'll fly this weekend just because I fly back from L.A. and around 9 p.m. on Saturday, so really Sunday's the only day. Oh, so I might, oh you're I might, not flying. I might try to shoot out for like a little bit, like, I don't know, maybe a morning, like 10 to 1 type of deal, and then um, run some errands and do what I got to do for the prep for the week. You're going to miss the party, so, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I can't make it. Damn. What about you, Kevin? You going to go You gonna go fly for the Halloween thing Saturday? I'm going to the summer is over slash Halloween slash bring what you got slash light shit on fire. Uh, club fun fly that we're having this weekend. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It should be pretty epic. I hate saying that word. I hate it. I hate epic. I hate it so much. I hate epica. And that's what I'm going to be doing, dude. Uh, I got some more parts coming for the Glogo. Some little things I missed here and there. I mean, that happens. Uh, yeah. and it's almost back together. But just like I'm missing a couple of little things, so hopefully I can get that started up and going again very soon. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Andy? I've got to check out this whiplash, put some new plastic ball link ends mm-hmm. on the links, and make sure I didn't strip out a servo horn or something. Yeah. Just, just to double check, you know. Cool. And I have got a different pinion. Oh, I've got it on the bench. I'm going to swap out the pinion. I'm going okay. with a little bit smaller one, run the engine a little bit faster, mm-hmm. but keep a little lower head speed. So I want to be right in that power curve and have mm-hmm. a little more torque. So power I'm swap, band. Yeah, I'm going to swap that out and see how she goes. Nice. That's about it. I'll try to get out and do a little bit of flying this week. So... Let me ask you on that. How do you know, like, I mean, besides, like, maybe some gearing calculators and stuff, but, like, how do you know you're not in the optimal power band right now for that motor? Well, I can be in the optimal power band, but to get in the optimal power band, I need to be running about 2050 RPM. Yeah, it's a little high for you, yeah. Well, I mean, that's okay, but it would be easier because when you go up in RPM, it, takes exponentially more power right yep so to go from 1950 to 2050 takes a good bit more power so by gearing down a little bit i can 
run the engine at 1920 or 30, maybe 1950, but have the peak power band. Yeah. So I should get quite a bit better performance. Assuming that you want to run at 1950, which is great for me. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, no, I'm just curious because because like, I'm I'm turning the I'm running the bigger blades like seven sixteens. Yeah, because I like the float for the autos and stuff. Mm-hmm. So seven sixteens at twenty fifty is I mean it's it's doable, but I would have a lot more torque and more pull if by gearing down. You follow me? Yep. No, for sure. Yeah, and I was just curious because, like, you know, once I get mine set up and kind of tuned right, I'm just, like, I don't know these things. Like, these are things I need to learn. Like, how do I know that I'm in the peak power band? Do I just keep on turning the head speed until it, until no, that motor is good? Or, no, and your you know? engine will actually, the, the power band of your engine is actually at a lower RPM. Okay. Just because the difference in the way Hanson does the modifications. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. Yep. So, and the Goblin already has, I think, a 7.1 or 7.1 or something ratio. I'm not, I can't remember. Oh, exactly. the main is like 8 point something to 1. No, it shouldn't be that much. Yeah. Yeah, I remember in the manual it said like 8.3 or 8.7 to 1, I think. Uh, that sounds way too high. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe seven point something. I bet it's seven point one. Uh, the whiplash is six point eight nine. Yeah. And then with the opinion, I'm gonna be at seven point three, which I I would ideally like to be at like seven to seven point one. But you know, just with the gears and all, you can't get exactly where you want. Right. So I'll be at seven point three. I think Carrie said the goblin was seven point one or seven or seven point. Oh no. Yeah, you're right. Seven point one three to one. Okay. Yep. So I think the peak you'd have we'll have to dig up some of the dyno runs from Carrie, but I wanna say that your peak power band is somewhere around twelve thousand on that uh engine. Mm-hmm. And you said it was what, seven point one three? Yeah. Oh, that's only 1680. I don't sound right. I don't know. We'll have to look and see where the power band is. I know I it's it definitely 1400. a little bit lower. 1400? Yeah, I thought the Hansen was like peak power. It's supposed to be like around 1400, but I could be wrong too. On the head or on the engine? On the engine. 14,000? 14,000, yeah. No. So that's 300 3D high. max. I don't is think it? it's near that high because the... The TRM is like right around thirteen seven, and the Hanson's oh, okay. yeah, probably, so probably about a that thousand high. less than that. So about twelve five, twelve seven maybe. Yeah, it's I wonder. Def- if, I wonder if I can see that online somewhere. No. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't say on their website. Um, but I know the uh, yeah, yeah. So the three ten is. Up to 1280, so yeah, it's probably like 1200, I'm guessing. Which yeah. then seems wrong for the gearing then, huh? It's yeah, you need a little bit. Low. You need oh. more like a 6.8 or something. You need what the whiplash has. Yeah. Basically. Because that goblin conversion was a little more geared toward the, the TRM mm-hmm. engine. 
and running like 2,000 head speed at 14,000 mm-hmm. engine RPM. Yeah. Uh, but I'd say around, yeah, you might be able to change it out, to be honest. There might yeah. be a different pinion or something. Carrie will know. Yeah. He's a man. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, uh, whiplash stuff and possibly do some flying. That's what, nice. I, that's what I got next for me. All right. Jerry, what's next for you in the hobby? You're going to be changing an opinion or something? I was going to start texting you. <laughs> hey, dude. So, what are you doing? <laughs> I am probably... I'm going to try to fly this weekend, but I don't know. I'm supposed to go to the country and um, go to my dad's property, a four-wheeler pickup. But there's like 120 acres, and I've got this big like 10-acre spot cleared with no trees, and I like to get out there and really tear them up. Nice. That's probably what I'm going to do. But there's no audience. It's just me and my table and generators and get to fly as long as I want. Cool. Yeah, that sounds perfect. I know, right? That's whenever I fly upside down because I can fly far away. And if I start screwing up, I hit the button, everything turns right side up, and I'm good to go. There you go. But, yeah, that's probably what I'm going to do. That or wrench. I've got some parts coming in from Oxy, too. I ordered a a motor mount for the Oxy, too, because I drove it in the ground. The pinion came undone. And um, so it fell. It bent the motor mount. That thing, I ordered it October 1st. And it still hasn't gotten here. Can you believe that? Wow. I know. Yeah, that's, that's a long time. It's so funny when people that live down south say they're going to the country to me. I don't know because I think you're in the country. It's funny. Yeah. No, Kevin, so, we don't have horses and we don't have oil wells. Yeah. We all don't Houston's work. a pretty good sized city. Yeah. yeah we're, we're modern. I feel um, like we live in a country, Kevin. <laughs> it's the same when, uh, you know, same funny to me type of mindset when I hear, you know, people from Manhattan say they're going to the Brooklyn and they, they call that the country. <laughs> the same yeah, type or, of thing. or when they call like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going upstate New York and they're talking about Rockland County, which is like yeah. right above them. It's white not even plains. anywhere near. Yeah. White Plains, Westchester. Like, really? Yeah, why don't you go to Albany? And that's the center of the state. You know, that's not even up to the top. So I went yeah. to Elmira one year. That's country. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess uh, let's uh, wrap it up. All right, man. Let's wrap it up. Uh, Facebook likes. We are at 940 likes. That is plus one. And we have a name. And the name is. Not bad. Nope. <laughs> and the name is Brian. Stefanik. Awesome. Thank you, Brian. Stefanik. 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 I don't know. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. All right. Facebook comments. What do we have? Uh, We have a comment on last week's episode. A few, actually. Jimmy Tate said, yeah, I got the notification for the latest show as I was finishing up the work week. Looking forward to listening uh, come Sunday night. Thanks, guys, for entering. Thanks, guys, for the entertainment and keeping me awake on the long trips. And I said, yep, thanks for the kind words, Jimmy. Man, I hear you about the long trips. I've had a few myself that week. Oh, yes. And he said, sure thing, man. Looking forward to the big episode 200. Nice. That's going to be what, Andy? Epic. 
It's going to be, yes, that word. Essentially, it's going to be epic. And Mr. Jerry Claiborne himself. Cleburne. Cleburne. Jerry C. (laughs) said, I love these shows. Great work, guys. I need to get on the show one day. Yeah, and I replied back, Jerry Cleburne. (laughs) Jerry Cleburne. Hey, Jerry, for sure. Let's make it happen. I'll DM you. And we did. And now you're on the show. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Hear that, listeners? That's how easy you could get on the show. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This is great. Now, been wanting to get uh, Jerry on the on the mic here and talk, so it's good. Yeah, gotta say thanks, Jerry, for all the likes that you've given us on Podbean and stuff over over the years and stuff. And thanks for listening, man. Yeah, what was that BVJ? What was that before? BVGHJ. So BVGHJ actually was created in '95. And it was before I knew about computers or anything else. It was when they first started, kind of, commercially, or where we could get them. And um, they were like, make up a name. So I tried my name. It was taken. I tried my wife's name. It was taken. I tried my kid's name. It was taken. So I got pissed off, and I just typed in letters on the keyboard. <laughs> what did I type in? B-V-G-H-J. Nice. Yeah, on the keyboard, they're right there clustered together. Yep, and it stuck. That's I'm like, all right, cool. Somebody came up with an acronym one time, and I didn't write it down, or I'd remember it, and it was pretty cool. But yeah, that's how that happened. Nice. And then uh, we got another comment here from on that same post, right? Did we? Oh, view one more comment. Yes. Mike D said, "I say Andy will slide eleven thousand four hundred thirty-one millimeters." 50 feet, or the same distance between my head and my brain. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike, the planker. Love it. Okay. Do you have anything else? Uh, I didn't see anything else. Did you guys see anything else? I got to start posting my uh, my my 3D printing stuff. So one of us posted the, the Hobby Wing video. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I... And, and uh, the comment was, or the, the title of the repost, I guess, the share, was, might be some Tribunus is up for sale soon with the thinking emoji icon. And uh, I want to actually, <laughs> let's go all comments here. Ryan says, sure, hope so. I have more helis to build and we'll need a new Tribunus or three. Uh, you want to read some of the other ones? Yeah. We have a bunch here, so we can switch off. Yeah. Bill Grant said, I... Glad it's an update, and I don't have to buy another ESC. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I didn't even know it was going to be an update. Yeah, it's just a firmware update. Nice. <laughs> I like the next one. <laughs> Kyle Dahl says doubtful. Mm-hmm. Todd Minchino, Minichino said, wonder what Scorp has up their sleeve. Oh, and then I, re- I replied back, Todd, yeah, I love when brands bring new features up in their game. Market share and competition drives innovation, so we'll see what comes next. And then Alex left a nice post too. Shall I read that one, or you want to read that? No, go ahead. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> go Tyler, <Tyler>, Jerry. <laughs> Damn Facebook. I keep trying to open it to look, and it's – never mind. Go ahead. My bad. Uh, Alex said – well, okay, but Hobbywing firmware has been stale for four years with no updates. This is long overdue, 
and in parentheses, a feature that's been on Scorpion and YG for some time. My concern is their total lack of software engineers' resource for their air ESCs. Old bugs and issues have persisted for ages. If that changes, maybe I'll consider one in the future. So, valid okay. point. You know, yeah. hobby wing on the air side, especially. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not. He's not wrong. I mean, he's been in the industry long enough to to see these trends and see if the, you know what mm-hmm. this could be or what what it might not be. So, all right. Uh, any other Facebook comments, or shall we move it on to website comments? Move it on to website comments. Yeah, we got a form submission from Chris Breams, our friend Chris, and this was about episode 195 on the road. And he writes, being a truck driver in the Northeast, it's near impossible to find space to fly anything. The schedule's off the hook. Andy, the rules are 14-hour workdays with a maximum 11-hour driving, but 30-minute breaks before eight hours on duty. Uh, when you do finish a day, you want a shower and a hot meal and decompress after fighting with idiots. Yep. Idiots who got their license from a box of Fruit Loops. Yes. <laughs> Small truck stops aren't ideal for flying anything. Space inside a truck is at a premium, and things like fridge, cooler, TVs are just about all you want in a truck or in a truck. Uh, with the new on-time, just-in-time delivery style, sleep is very important too. Uh, I've brought RC with me before, but now with all that we have to do, it's almost impossible. Well, thanks, Chris, for taking the time to. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because we—I mean, we did kind of ask for it, but it's good that like. You know, to get your experience and your your knowledge on that because we don't know. I don't drive yeah. trucks. Yeah, and I haven't opened a logbook in like twenty years, so I didn't know what the rules were anymore. Yeah. So, and especially right. in the Northeast here. I mean, I know major cities are are pain in the ass all over, but oh god, yeah. dude. Yeah, he goes over to GW to cross Bronx and to the Bronx. I think there's like a one. What's those restaurant depots or something? I don't know, but I know he. I've seen posts where he delivers out there, and I just feel like I give yeah. it up to all the eighteen wheelers who drive into Manhattan. I don't understand how they do that. No, like, and my dad, the- my dad was a truck driver man for years. Yeah, and, oh man, uh, you know, it, it was everything he could do to get where he had to be, get home on time, and then yeah. like it was lights out at like seven at seven p.m. for him. Well, he probably started real early yeah, too, three o'clock. Beat all the traffic. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So. Awesome. All right. Uh, we have any other website comments, or shall we move it on? No, read this one from uh, the Planker. I know it's about your fun fly, but it's funny. We got one from the Planker. Yep. Yeah. You want to take that? Yeah, sure. Uh, Saturday, October 19th, Tri-County RC Club at Polta Farms Field, the third annual 2019 summer Summer's Over Fun Fly and Halloween Thingy. Uh, he's got some bullet points here. Both airplanes and helicopters are welcome. Prizes for all pilots wearing a costume. Entry is free. Gently pat Mike D on the head. Uh, annual TCRC club picnic included. Halloween candy for all. Annual streamer cut event. And for all that dare, a new slalom event similar to Red Bull or air racing. And our special guest, Chief of Aerial Shenanigans will be displaying death-defying, jaw-dropping, irresponsible stupidity that will include large rockets and airplanes. Signed, Mike D., Chief of Aerial Shenanigans. (laughs) 
he was he was joking about the death defying jaw dropping irresponsibility. They're they're actually very boring and very responsible and and very smart. No, he, he's none of that. <laughs> you, dude, I'm trying to sugarcoat it, man. He, he, he just announced that he's going to do Kevin's something like, that's nope. outside of our AMA rules. Okay, thank you, Kevin. He thank is you. going Kevin's to be like, launching nope. a plane uh. and then igniting rockets on it uh, that uh, propel it further into the stratosphere, but not above 399 feet. And we're talking about Class A rockets, really small ones that barely move the plane. Yeah. Yeah. We're just not telling you how many he's strapping to that plane. <laughs> uh, and he does have a really cool setup he's going to try for the streamer cut event. He's got like a roll mounted to the plane that he's going to be towing or going to be using. Oh, he can roll it out extra like as it gets cut? Um, And that, and he can roll it out extra as it gets cut. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Steve. You stole your thunder. I can't wait to see that in an action. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, just that, glad, that's cool. I'm just glad Steve isn't going because it said there will be prizes for all pilots wearing costumes. That kind of sounds like a participation trophy, and I'd hate mm-hmm. to st- see Steve get mad, tear up everyone's stuff, pitch a fit. You know, the whole thing. No, Steve doesn't care about that kind of stuff. Oh, no, he hates participation trophies. Have you not heard him? I don't think Kevin listens to what I say. But that's not a participation trophy. <laughs> it's not, not a, a contest. It's not a competition, I should say. A partition tro- uh, participation partition. trophy. <laughs> partition? Well, I'm just you saying, if everyone that shows up gets a prize, that... Well, it's everyone who wears a costume right. gets a prize. Right, So, like, if I showed up, I wouldn't be wearing a costume, but I'll probably still get a prize because... And then if he got a prize for not wearing a costume, I would be pissed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's not right. But it's not a competition. It's no. just if you wear a costume, you get a prize. Doesn't right. mean the, the competitions is where it's like. You eh. know the prize but is probably a freaking ninety nine cent army man. So stop. We don't even have to talk about this. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move it on. What else do we got? Uh, let's see. People of Podbean. People of Podbean. Let's All see right. here. I got uh, seven items here. Let's see what we got. Uh, Trent Trustnack and Stat GR and Nakon 2000 and Gemini 4K Man all started following us. Mike Welch, Great Eagle Jr., and Heli Fun all liked episode 196 review series volume five synergy 696 with Chris Rybert. Exclamation point. So thanks guys. Thanks for following and liking. All right. Let me see. Sorry, I, my, I bought a new phone and I don't get my stupid... I have to log into this account thing. Is it an it's Apple not, phone? Of course it's an Apple phone. Oh. You know uh, he's the biggest Apple snob. Yeah, but I thought he knew Apple. He didn't, uh, there we go. Didn't know the no, it, wasn't, it, was, it was Google. You were talking too much shit about Google. Didn't want to log me in. Oh, I'm in now. See, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was I'm listening. Now. Yeah. Nickname? Why the hell is he asking me for a nickname? Alexa, you suck. Oh, all right. Don't even get me started Next. about Alexa. I, I wanted to cover all bases. I insulted Google. I might as well insult Alexa. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Let's look at our Podbean comments. We have one from Gray Eagle Jr. All right. Here we go. Dr. Heli Reader, also Association of Two, speaking kind words of 
promiscuity. I can't even say that right. Uh, one cannot simply mutually exclusive just one of said castings. Eagle of soaring must speak angelic prophecies to all heli of talking. I don't know about that. You are first of origin birth, breath of inspiration. Voices of many in brain case say they're many of approximately. Some words of forgive as today, for others also need the spiritual gifts. Okay. Uh, no heli left behind. All heli of speaking to English, my mastery. Freely falling to wins your sign, win your signs. Motivation to all the RC Heli goal for the joy. Family, I want even everyone forced adoption. Email send, I will even silence golden. P.S. Excellent 69 <laughs> position review of said. Fantastic machine learning for 2750 the end. <laughs> nice. All right, Gray. I'm not going to give you shit. I think I, he apologized. Sort of. Yes, he apologized, but he's also like, you know, we need to. Um, the you, eagle you know, must soar. Yes. Spread the love. Yes, yes. I, I understand that. But as long as he knows we're, we're his first. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> You always remember your friends. You go have your fun, but remember where you come home to. Exactly. (laughs) Nice. You guys are way too insecure. (laughs) We're just joking here. Gosh, Kevin, taking things so serious. (laughs) This is a serious issue, serious show. This is a serious podcast. We're talking about RC toys (laughs) in a serious manner. Death-defying do you know what I'm printing out right now? I'm printing out a jack-o'-lantern. That's how serious it is. Serious. Wait, is that your Halloween costume? Yes. Oh. He's going to put it on his head. I'm going to put it on my head. Damn like it. they used to do Damn it, Andy. <laughs> Moving on to iTunes reviews. I saw nothing new on iTunes. Ah, man. I try to be positive, thinking that we had one. All right. Well, before we go through our outro, just want to thank jerry for taking the time to come on the show um i had a great time and really appreciate you taking the time so, yeah thanks yeah. jerry i enjoyed it good to talk to you again man absolutely yep. yeah see you did it you made it to the end no no stage fright or nothing i know i know, you know? i thought i was gonna i thought i was gonna bomb out i almost uh, i really did almost text you and said no i'm not gonna do it I would have been like, man up. <laughs> yeah. Do the show. What you need to do is man up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do the show. No, you did good. Yeah, you did great. Yeah. Awesome, I, had, I had a good time. I thought cool. I wasn't going to be able to talk about anything, but no. I love helicopters, so yeah, there was all kinds of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. Jimmy Jones, go fly with Jerry. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, where you been? Where you been, Jimmy? We can't, we can't get to uh, to uh, what's his name up in Wisconsin, so we just go pester the shit out of Jimmy. Who's in Wisconsin? Ryan. Ryan, now I know he's from Wisconsin. Um, Ryan's good though. He'll come down. He's coming. 
Who? Uh, Jimmy's partner. You mean Javier? Javier, thank you. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He's up. Is he in Wisconsin? I know he's up there in that area. He's like in Wisconsin, Minnesota, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. He's where it's about to get cold as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Man up and fly. <laughs> fly anyways. Come on. Torture yourself. Makes yeah, right. Dude, if it gets All below right. if it gets below fifty degrees, I don't fly. That only happens here like Ramp. twice a year. Ramp. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I, I can't say nothing good about that. <laughs> Come on. Our winters 50? Our winters are like it might get down to thirty degrees a couple of days. Maybe. Oh man. It's so cold. It's forty degrees outside. Exactly. I'm a puss <laughs> when it comes to cold. <laughs> All right. So Drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at free4rc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4rc podcast. Check out our webpage. Shit, do we still have a webpage? Free4rc podcast that show. That show. Say hi to Ryber. Hey, Chris. Hi, Chris. What's up? All right. Uh, flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production. Other than the flight test podcast, free4rc podcast. Say hi to our good friend, David Hill, a.k.a. Hildoflyer. Hey, Dave. David. All right, fellow podcasters, we have Telerotor Podcast. Mike Shaggy Parker, Robert Monty, and Mike. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Oh, I don't, don't even forget. think. I, and, I don't oh, wait even a minute. Know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know the other guy, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got this. You got this. Dave? Dan? Nope. Nope. Billy? Nope. Jack? Peter? Nope. Dennis? Nope. What the frig is his name? Paul? Robert? What? Paul? Nope. No. Rich. Rich Strom. Yeah. What? No. Rich. Rich Storm? Rich. Richie so, Rich. so close. Rich. Close, That's close enough. <laughs> Rich Stowers? Rich Stowers. Sowers. Stowers? Is it, Damn I, it. I don't think it's a sour. No, it's, it's O-W, right? Yeah. Sours. Um, <laughs> nice. Okay, BKRC Podcast. Bert and Kyle. Round, RC Roundtable. That is uh, Fitz, Terry, and Lee. We got we to gotta get you on that show, Kevin. We keep on... Uh, I got I to gotta, gotta coordinate. Did I tell you that Mike D has a streamer thing that once it's cut, it reels out another <laughs> role of streamer? <laughs> really? Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> Wow, Mike's the man. <laughs> oh my god! I hope he can reel it both ways, so it can just keep shortening <laughs> it. Yeah, he's like the, the fishing guy in yeah. that. Uh, oh, you almost got it! He's oh, got, oh. He's got, he's got <laughs> a so dollar on the end of it. Before he just Zip. sucks about six yeah. feet of it up in there. Zip! <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, that would be hilarious. All right, uh, what else we got here? Ellie Heads podcast. Oh, forget it. I know it's Mike Sobe, uh, Kevin, and what's the other guy's name? Dan. Dan. Daniel. Turek. Turok. Yeah. Dan T. I don't even think they ever use their last names on the show. No, it's I like Ian something or another. It's Skids. It's Skids uh, Yard Sale and Gucci. Yeah. 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 Gucci Mama. Okay, right, uh, let's go to see High Voltage. With Bobby Watts. And don't forget to check out our friend's YouTube channel, 
Wait a minute. We all know who. What about Skids Up? Oh, yeah. Skids Up. Sorry. With Javier. I just wrote that down, too. <laughs> With Javier, Paul, uh, Frank, and um, Scott. Has Scott even been on the show yet? No. Oh, yeah. Nope. Okay. They're holding I mean, a position for him. He's a silent partner. That's the way to do it. All right. Speaking of people who need to be silent, Bill and YouTube. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm listening to the Helly Heads, and every time they say Bill, they're like, Bill, Bill, Bill. <laughs> Dude, you know what I, what I think is funny and is then, we, <laughs> never, we never write any jokes for this show, and we come up with shit every week about Bill, the poor guy, and it's right off the cuff. And it yeah. makes me laugh every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, granted, I've only listened to, um, I think I only got to through the first or second episode, maybe the second episode of uh, Heliads. But they're like, I don't know. Do we make fun of Bill? They all make fun of Bill. I guess we should make fun of Bill. <laughs> I was I like, know. Yes. It's like that crap. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, yeah. So definitely check out Bill Ann's YouTube channel. Um, Kevin, you know the line. You think at this point, Bill's like, maybe I shouldn't have poked the bear. <laughs> like four years ago. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> you think he's regretting that moment? Regre- he's regretting meeting me? Yeah, every week. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, definitely check out his channel. Um, all right. Thank you, Jerry, again, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, man. Thanks to oh, our thanks listeners. for having me. Honestly. Yeah, of course. Yeah, man. Um, it's a pleasure. It was great talking to you. All right. Thanks to our listeners. Free our skies. And we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Is it Friday yet? Bye now. Bye. Bye now. I got I to gotta start editing it now so I can get it ready for Friday morning, yeah. dude. Good luck, Kevin. Thanks. A lot of work. Dude. Holy shit. Really good to talk to you guys. This is going to be an edit-free show. Everybody's just going to sound like idiots. No. No. That's well, i got to edit one be. thing. Not Steve's headset and Jerry over there acting like Geppetto. Bloopers. Bloopers. Maybe. I'm going to stop Whoops. recording so Jerry can All tell right. us how he really feels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Andy is unavailable. That's a bunch of bullshit. Skype has stopped working. That's a bunch of bullshit. If you're a Skype engineer, go die. I hate you. The sound Nazi is here. Yes, you are. Sound Nazi. You sound like you're on a tin can, dude. Who, me? Yeah. Yep. I can adjust the volume, too. Like, let me leave the mic out here, but... Raise just, the volume, because the problem yeah, is I could hear you breathing and every little... Yeah, can you stop breathing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah just All like... right, done. <gasps> oh, that's much no better. No, is that, that, is that better? <laughs> Andy's making a joke. Is that better? I don't know. Say something. I don't think your friends are with me on Facebook either, Andy. Probably not. Have you sent me a friend request? I thought I did. I don't think you did. He's like, who the hell is this Jericho Burn dude? I'm not going to accept Screw that. that dude, that big fat bastard. Get in <laughs> Damn. Me, baby. Damn, are you reading my mind or what? <laughs> I am.
I have. Hey, you didn't know I had tele telekinesis. I mean, pathic powers. <laughs> telekinesis. <laughs> yeah. He's throwing shit at me with his mind. Yeah, man. I can I can move shit and read your mind. Un momento, señor. That's one second in German. Ah, oh, I thought that was French. I'm a little rusty. Yeah, it might have sounded a little Frenchier than you wanted to sound like. <laughs> I flew to LA. Yep, I've been in LA. Blah, blah. I was blah. LAX. I used to fly there all the time. Yeah, it was fine. It wasn't bad at all. Got there. And, and it was quick, actually. They were really quick with the check bags. I was surprised yeah. how that, that came out. Yeah, they're fast. Yeah. Yeah, because it's California. They're not checking, dude. They just wave you right in. Checking what? It's you got papers? Same. What papers? We don't need papers. Exactly. You just come on in. Bring whatever you got. Oh, you're talking about that. We don't care. They don't oh, my fly God. In. Those folks don't hey, fly in. Did you get in. your map when you got there? Map? What do you need a map for? The poop. What? You need a map to poop? No, to avoid the poop. Uh, no, no. I I'm need sorry. To... Yeah, my bad. My one faux, my first faux pas. Damn it, Jerry! Right, you're fired. Damn it, Jerry! We're gonna go at paying you. All right, now I gotta revoke it from this other Jerry before he sees what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like my dad or something. How's <laughs> this? Screw that shit. It, but it helps. God, you got You're it. working on a Halloween costume for the fun fly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought you were making one too, no? Not for the fun fly, but. Well, we can borrow mine when, you, when I'm done. Nah. Yeah. I got a group costume going with my coworkers, so. You're going to want to borrow this one. What do you got, <laughs> what you got going on? Was, uh... I don't know. So, are I'm... you going to be the head or the tail of the donkey? <laughs> I'm, I'm the middle. They just carry me. <laughs> no, Steve said he had a group co- group thing with his uh, coworker. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know no. if he's going to be the head or the ass. What's your password? Shit. Oh boy, we got another Dan. No, I got it. Admin, admin. <laughs> password, password. Hey, send password it twice. Oh shit! Wrong password. No. Oh. <laughs> you're fired you're done you'll never work yes. in this town again oh how many times have I been told that as an, <laughs> as an inspector you'll never work on this ship channel again sure I don't know isn't that a thing that they say in, in LA you know in the movie industry when you fuck up you'll never work in this town again no, they, they say if you want to work on this movie, you got to talk to Harvey Weinstein and remove your pants. That's what they tell you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Damn, Kevin, you, you know from experience. Huh? Well, I kind of can put two and two together when Ben Affleck is making fail movie after fail movie, and then he gets the role of Batman, and he keeps his mouth shut about Harvey Weinstein. You know, I can kind of put that together. So you're saying that... Never mind. I'm I didn't have that. to be a rocket scientist, but... I don't get I don't get what what number four has to do with that, but okay, I got gotcha. you. What do you mean? What number four? I don't keep the same two and two together. So 
I'm guessing whatever the answer is hey, for. Hey, Kevin. Don't forget Steve's in L.A. where weed is legal. So just... Yeah, dude. Maybe good info for the rest of the show, you know. Does that mean he's going to forget our names by the end of the show? <laughs> I already did. <laughs> he, may, he may be already baked. He might already no, 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 no. I thought they I gave that to you on the plane instead dude, of peanuts. I do not step- bake... On the, I don't not bake in podcasts. I don't, I don't not bake on the plane. <laughs> when you step off the plane, you get high because it's like everywhere out there. <laughs> I mean, I work Contact in New York, high. so it's everywhere in New York. Yeah, it's everywhere in New York too. Yeah, yeah. dude, I so, drive down the road, and when I was in San Francisco, I drive down the road. Oh, and yeah. like, oh my god, dude, try walking down the road. They're like, you want to buy weed? You want to buy weed? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I'd rather go to a store. I don't know who the fuck you are and what you. Rat, what rat poison you put on that shit? <laughs> Good for you, Steve. Yeah. Don't support the bums. Let them stay yes. there. Oh, wait, sorry. Well, don't call them bums. <laughs> Better living through pharmaceutical drugs. Mm. Hey, Got to watch what you say out there, too, dude. You can't use the B word. I hope you didn't bring bologna with you because that's illegal out in California, too, dude. What? Bologna? Bring- yeah, bologna sandwich. Forget that's illegal. <laughs> yeah, all that bologna you put in your suitcase. Yeah, all that bologna you put. In, you better get rid of it before you get caught. <laughs> you can, it's gonna that, go for. A, it's gonna go for a premium on the black market. That's right. All that bologna in your pants. Dude, you know how much money that shit sells for out here. Right, right. He's smuggling bologna in his pants. <laughs> And I you just, have to see me, or is that just some baloney? All I did is I just put mortadella on the packaging, and it's okay. It gets through. I don't need awesome. to smuggle it in. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm just looking out for you. Are we going to start Steve. this stupid-ass show or what? <laughs> no. Let's go. No. Yes, go. <clears throat> okay. Let's do this. <laughs> 